Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. And for like the fifth time... In the last few weeks, we will say this exact phrase, football is back. Now, it's been back. We said it when training camp started. It's been back. We said it when Ole Miss and Mississippi State started their training camp because NFL, of course, was first. We said it when the Hall of Fame game started. We said it when everybody else started preseason games. We said it on Friday before week zero, and now we're saying it again. But it it never... We're going to say it tomorrow. We're going to say it tomorrow, too. And we'll probably say it Monday. We'll say it Monday. Football is back. I'm Michael Borky. He's Brian Haydad. We are posted up in Oxford today, Sisk Avenue. If you couldn't tell. If you couldn't tell. If you're watching on the live stream, you can tell. Although we made sure to to make Haydad feel comfortable. There's a a state helmet right here uh, amongst a bunch of Ole Miss gear. Everything you could possibly want that has the phrase Ole Miss on it or Hottie Toddy or your logo of choice exists here. We're at College Corner, again, on Sisk Avenue in Oxford. They just opened. Yeah. There's two locations in the Jackson area. They're original by Fleet Feet or Flowed by the Half Shell. Nailed it. And uh, this one looks a little bit different than the other two. The ones in the Jackson area, if you walk in. There's a little more equality. It's, it's, it's a little more equity. Actually equal. You walk in and there's half and half. Uh, obviously, the Oxford store uh, going to heavily feature Ole Miss, except for the aforementioned uh, Mississippi State helmet, but this area Which isn't for sale. <laughs> it's not for sale. I mean, well, maybe it is. Well, that's uh, the point. In this life, everything's for sale. You make them an offer, they'll sell you that helmet. They'll sell. Uh, he agrees. Yeah. But but he this agrees. part of town, so there's a Wendy's right up the street, and I'm I'm going to date myself now because I graduated in 2014. Where are we going with this? Uh, that used to be called the Secret Wendy's because this area there was nothing. It was just that. It was adults only? No, it's just nobody knew it was here because there was nothing here. This was just like a barren, just part of town where it was just kind of like land, and so you'd go to Secret Wendy's. Anybody know? You're just like, I'm going to the Secret Well, there was never a line. You just, you go there and you just pull around, and it was easy. It was Secret Wendy's, is is what it was, because nobody knew it was here. And now. I'm going to be laughing about Secret Wendy's. And you'll drive by it on the way out. I might, yeah. You stop and get something, and and you ate at Secret Wendy's. but, I mean, it just buildings and hotels and just popping up all over the place here. I, I don't recognize this area. I yeah. knew when when the address said Sisk, I knew what Sisk was. Yeah. And I thought, hmm, okay. 
That's interesting Wednesday because there's nothing on Sisk Avenue. And sure enough, it, it, it certainly is. But here we are, College Corner, Sisk Avenue. Come by and see us, by the way. If you are in the area, this is one of a few. Yeah, bring it in but there. if you're watching on live stream, uh, I've got that the hat in my hand right now, and it's got the classic, the UM logo, which is uh, something oh. that I think that they should use I thought, more. I thought it just was like, um. Oh, oh. You, just uh, not sure? Yeah, not yeah, sure. Like, yeah. A, like a dig at the mascots? No, just, yeah, it's... it's <laughs> You said that one. I, I said that one, but but yeah, uh, that's, that's a sharp looking hat, and it's if you show up right now, we will hand it to you. If you come here, first one to walk, we will door. give it to you. And also, we have Brian Haydad's favorite color, a powder blue Nike Dry Fit Ole Miss shirt. You come here now. You don't get both. No, you don't get both. You can you pick. Co- first, you can one, pick. first one gets here can pick, and the second one you get what's left. And uh, we will be doing more of those throughout the show as well. But we'd love for you to come see us. If you come here and we don't have something to give you, we do have cookies back there. Which please, please go get the cookies. They're just sitting there. They're calling my name. I, I can't do it. Don't. I've had three already. Again, this is the same thing everywhere we go. <laughs> we go. We go to Hattiesburg, and Richard Richard is the one who orders the brownie Sunday. We go to we go to Philadelphia, and Richard orders the tots and the wings. We come here, and Borky orders three cookies. I, what did I do? Nothing. But I get the jokes. I I will have. In fairness, you do most of the joking. You're right. It started with you. Although Richard's taken, he's got a little bit more comfortable with doing it because you're you're shrinking is what you're doing. I'm gonna have to slap him down at some point. Yeah. Just be like, you know what? <laughs> You're shrieking. He's growing. I didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, this is Sports Talk Mississippi on a Thursday, big Thursday of college football. It feels like the start, the real start of college football. We had week zero, and I used this comparison before, but week zero was like when you go to a nice steakhouse, and you sit down, and everybody's happy, and they bring you like a really nice artisan bread. And there's rosemary baked into it, and you focaccia. get it. Focaccia. Yeah, focaccia. Isn't that what yeah, it is? Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. I, I don't know my breads very well. I eat, because I eat them all. Like, I, know, I don't discriminate. I know, I know so. the breads. That's what we had on Saturday. You don't go to the steakhouse for the bread, the, but it's, it's the nice. The olive oil and the vinegar, and we dip it in. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the, the, the universal symbol for dip. Right yeah, there. Th- that right there? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to clip that later. Just, and keep the sound off. Just you yeah, just, just me going the, like this. Yeah, yeah like... But that, Let's hear that talking about there. Wrong answers only. We got that on Saturday, and it was a good day. We got to see possibly a title so contender, tonight, Notre Dame. Is tonight like the shrimp cocktail, the appetizer? The shrimp cocktail, the oysters. The oysters. That's what tonight is. Or then, a good Caesar salad, maybe. I, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> and then we go and we get the steak on. Yeah, but Honestly, do we really get the steak? The steak is Sunday. The steak is Sunday, or for us, the steak is next Saturday. We're like at an Italian steakhouse. Uh, and Saturday is like the pasta course. Yeah, and then the steak comes, and then Monday when we isn't there Monday Clemson game? Duke. That's that's dessert or coffee if you're a. That's dessert. I don't mind a, a post dinner coffee though. If you've had a couple of bourbons coffee and to to finish the, I'm excited. Coffee is for closers. Will be on Monday's podcast. I'm, that gets me excited. What's coffee is for closers? It's a segment we do uh, every uh, week where whoever has the worst day is in college football. Uh, uh-huh. They get no coffee. Nice. They get no coffee. Yeah. You don't. But so then you lose every week because you don't. You don't drink get, coffee. But I am eligible to get it. <laughs> uh, I am Michael For Borky. He's Brian Haydad. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, we'd love to have you. If you can't actually come here, we'd love to have you. Gosh, the text line is blown up already. So what are they uh, saying? I can't look at the text line. Uh, I'm on the road. Uh, Luke says it was an honor to meet Michael, and somehow he actually included you in in, in that. 
uh, said it was an honor to meet you as Thanks, well. Thanks, Luke. I appreciate it. Uh, no, it was great to meet you, nice Luke, uh, as well. Uh, Luke, if you want to turn around and come back. Oh, Luke's a state guy, though, isn't he? Yeah. So, it, so he's not interested in the hat. But, yeah, it was great to meet you, Luke. We are uh, we are here. Richard's off today. He'll be off tomorrow as well and next week. And Maybe Monday. Who knows? Uh, who knows? But, no, he is. Uh, if you feel like uh, hearing Richard Cross's voice, even though you can't today, you can tonight because uh, UAB is taking on North, North Carolina, Carolina A&T. A&T. You can watch that tonight. Most people, though, are focused on uh, – Florida, Utah. Yeah. Five-point line now. It has really gone down since the news broke yesterday. Pete Thamel said uh, on ESPN late, eh, right before our show started yesterday, that Cam Rising is doubtful, unexpected to play tonight. Utah is going to have a junior walk-on start the game, or former walk-on. He might be on scholarship now. And then uh, a guy that has taken one collegiate snap, I believe, Yeah, uh, will also play some tonight for Utah. Going to be a hero. Going to be a hero. Good morning. And hey, Dad and I, if you don't know, have uh, we have lunch That's right. on this. And I, I, all I've done, like on the drive up, I was thinking, where are we going to go? Well, because I'm not losing tonight. Yeah, that's what you think. I'm not losing. I, you're you're I, giving me two what, and a half points more than the sports. What's book funny is you didn't know that there, you know, steakhouses do lunch. <laughs> that's true. You can get that, lunch that at a steakhouse. True. So I'm just saying. Ooh. Hmm. Speaking of those courses, I mean, we can start with a yeah. good bread, and yeah. then I can get a Caesar, I and then you're not doing any of that. A, a dozen you get whatever oysters, you want. You're and then no, because I'm, I'm gonna win. So uh, I I, I'll, I'll get a big. I, I'm talking a huge ribeye. Like you know, sometimes the steakhouses that nobody orders, where it's like 48 ounce ribeye. <laughs> Wagyu. Um, yeah. Yes, exactly. Like a two hundred dollars steak. The one yeah. that's like you know fifty eight bucks an ounce. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Twelve ounces sounds good. Sure. We're going to keep doing this, and then eventually you have to spend an entire paycheck on well, this. Uh, no, on well, this the key, lunch, the but. key to it, Borky, is to do it on a remote, and that way I can just turn that receipt <laughs> in. You know our boss is in the studio right now. Like you've revealed your right, plan look, to him. I mean, I've seen the, the bill from the things we do when we go to media days. They'll be fine for just two. For if we're only paying for two, what? Well, that's nothing. So Cam Rising not playing tonight. Uh, honestly, uh, how much does that change the way you think about this game? I still think Utah's going to win just because I don't trust Florida to be able to move the football at all. But obviously, offensively, they're going to be limited a little bit. But you know, we say that. Utah is, is a well-coached football team. They and, are. And, and they, they, it, Whittingham is a coach that if, if you told me about embodying the next man up attitude, I feel like he would definitely do it. Um, so maybe, maybe, the, maybe you know, it who is knows? quarterback, though. Who knows about this guy, though? He could be, you know, a future star. Sometimes you put a guy in the, in the, in, you throw him in the frying pan and they, they jump right back out. You, you better hope so, because I've got dreams I've seen the win. of the men. They win 10 seven. Oh, I, I need no, points you can't. Seven, seven and a half is what you get. You gave me the hook, too. Seven and a half, but the line is five tonight. Utah over Florida. That game's on ESPN. That'll start uh, about an hour after we get off the air tonight. That's the big one. There's a a whole lineup of games tonight, though. Uh, Pretty good. Aside from this one, we'll get to some of those. Your messages when we come back. Also coming up on the show, uh, Mississippi State got some unfortunate. uh, You know, I'm underselling it. The NCAA is doing a deep disservice to a Mississippi State football player. You're still underselling it. I'm still underselling it. It is State garbage. got screwed by the NCAA today. It, it, we'll tell you all about it when we come back. In particular, this player, and it, it is a joke, but it shouldn't surprise you now, considering the organization. We'll talk about that and more. Sports Talk Mississippi on the road today at College Corner in Oxford. Don't go anywhere.
Mississippi on the Super Talk app, your local Super Talk station, and at supertalk.fm. I'm Bork Dad. Great to be with you on this Thursday afternoon. We get this message. Heck yeah, I've been waiting all week for Friday and all day for this show. It is Thursday. It is Thursday. He said Friday. Okay. I was reading his message verbatim. I, I thought today was Friday for like a good couple hours. It feels like Friday. It does. I don't know why. But, but Football, that's uh, why. That's why it is, yeah. Yeah, appreciate you guys letting us know about Hey Dad's volume. I hope we, we got it correct. You were a little quiet, which, you know. Me? Yeah, okay. apparently so. A rare thing. So I think so, we got it. Uh, well, we congrats to to Bill. He came by and grabbed the uh, the hat. So that is off the table now. We still have the Nike Ole Miss football T-shirt, and we've been adding to this. We now have How four many? four twenty. You can only have one. You, you can only, only have one. $20 gift cards, and we've got a bunch of Ole Miss football uh, schedule those, posters. Those yellow schedule posters that, that people love these Borky things. and I will be happy to autograph for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right over Quinshawn's right face. Right over Quinshawn's face. Yeah. Or maybe Lane Kiffin. He, like, he's got no, white I'm, on I'm, def- so we- I'm definitely riding over Kiffin. I'll just <laughs> go ahead and tell you. So so come by and see us here at the newest location of College Corner. Is it 825? 825 Sisk? Oh, I'm just saying Sisk. 825 Sisk Avenue. You can't miss us. Uh, we are here. We are here. We're inside. Yes. Which... Typically, I, I, being, I, I rolled the dice on that today. I did, too. I asked Alex yesterday, I was like, is it inside or outside? And she said, Houston will decide at 11. I was like, I'm going to be gone by 11. So I, did, I, I wore slacks, and then he texted us, and he said, we're inside. I was like, all right, because I was going to be putting on some powder blue shorts. <laughs> I was going to be like, I need to make a purchase. You know, today wouldn't have been that bad, and that's kind no, of something that – that fans should be happy about. The weather this weekend, after the, the brutality of the heat that we have had for weeks It was actually chilly on my walk this morning. A little breeze. I was like, oh yeah, lovely. And because of what we've been through, 88 feels like feels 60. Like, I, I'm telling you, this feels like it, it won't feel any cooler in November no. than it did this week. So, uh, so uh, what, 84 is the kickoff high on Saturday, right, yeah. something like that? Awesome. awesome. Kiffin knew the whole time. He's he like, knew. it's going to be fine. Yeah, but Don't the whole point it. of putting it at one was to acclimate for New Orleans a week later. It's, it's going to be nice next week, too. Though. Which I think could be impacted to some degree, knock on wood, it's not, by a, a forming tropical disturbance or whatever. could be going through the yeah. spaghetti model has the path that's, I don't know. The spaghetti model. Isn't that what they call it? Spaghetti model, right? That's what they right? call my cousin all... Stephen Augustinelli, a spaghetti model. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he's still banned on Twitter, right? Yes. Yeah, he's still. He's still I hope banned. he's listening. Uh, he, he doesn't listen to like five when he gets off work. But somebody else, somebody will let him know that I. Somebody will let him know that I just got him. <laughs> so speaking of getting got, yeah, Mississippi State. Oh, you, uh, we'll do that here. Okay, yeah, I was going to save that we, for the college football. No, nah, that, 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 so that's as the well. big story today. Yeah. So Mississippi State tight end Jaquarius Spivey, who is a, you know, we'll put it out there, he's a three-time transfer, transferred from Mississippi State to Arizona State, from Arizona State to TCU, and then from TCU to Mississippi State. Transferred this last one as a grad transfer. He graduated. Graduated. Every step along the way, 
the compliance people at Texas or Christian were telling him, you're good, you're good, you're good. He enrolled for the spring semester so that he could play in the national championship game. You know, a lifetime experience there. And evidently that has caused an issue with his eligibility, and he is ineligible to play now this upcoming season, despite the fact that, again, every step along the way of the process, he was being told, you're good, you're good. I have been told by some sources that uh, Spivey has already appealed and that that uh, appeal has, in fact, been denied. So I do not expect to see Jacravia Spivey on the field for Mississippi State this year. And that is a big blow to Mississippi State because now they only have one true tight end in their room. They have Ryland Goatee, a guy who hasn't played a whole ton. Yeah. And then they have a converted wide receiver in Antonio Harmon and a converted offensive lineman in Jacarius Clayton and, and Malik Ellis. There's just not a lot of uh, of experience there at a position that you know is, is important in this offense. And once again, two days before the game, the NCAA shows you why nobody likes them, why they are just an absolute crap organization from top to bottom. Uh, they they do nothing right. They they and they wonder why people hate them because of things like that. it's two days before the game. How can you not have had this straightened out months ago? You know, this is one of those things where it needs to be immediate. It's like, here is his transcript. Can he be eligible? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. It's not. And so you wait. He, I mean, he's already gone through fall camp, preseason camp. He's already, he's already he practiced. He, you know, he, he's ready. He's on the depth chart. And they're not going to let him play. And that is an absolute travesty. And I saw this. Uh, I don't know if I saw it on Twitter or on a message board or whatever. But when the NCAA tells you that they are four student athletes, that's, what, that's a lie. It's a lot. The NCAA is there to make money and nothing else. That's all they care about is making money. They do not actually care about student-athletes. They have been making money off of student-athletes and giving nothing back to them for a, a century plus. And now that the student-athletes have the opportunity to make money, the NCAA is fighting that. This is just a, a typical job from the NCAA who have once again shown why nobody will ever love them. Yeah. Uh, here's his statement. He put this out on social media. He said, I got notified from my coach, just got notified from my coach that the NCAA has stated I cannot play this season because I transferred this spring from TCU to Mississippi State. During the time of that process, I was being told that I could be eligible to play at any school I desire as a grad transfer because I had just graduated from TCU on December seventeenth, two 2022. My delay on the decision was because we played in the national championship on January ninth, 2023. And school for TCU started January 13th, 2023. So I was rushed into classes by the academic advisor who does not work at TCU anymore. During that time, he said I just had to be in classes in case I was not to transfer and stay at TCU. I still decided that I was transferring no matter what, so he told me I could transfer and leave and be eligible anywhere else. My reason for leaving TCU was to come to Mississippi State for my last year to play with guys I already had a bond with, and thrive at the new tight end position. I want to know why I'm being punished for transferring when I took every step that I was told by a higher authority at each university. Can anyone point me in the right direction so I can help and play this season? Um, To answer his question, I want to know why I'm being punished for transferring when I took every step that I was told by a higher authority at each university. Why is he being punished? Because the NCAA lost control. And they are trying to get control back, and they're being irrational in that effort. That is why he's being punished. They are using players like him 
to try to make an example for everybody else because they they they're in charge and they even though they let and and he transferred to Mississippi State. He didn't transfer to Alabama or to LSU or to Georgia where this would have just not been an issue. And you know it. I'm not that's not me telling you, you know, being a homer. You know state or Ole Miss, this is a problem. Alabama, Georgia, Texas, this is not a problem. It's taken care of. We're not, we're not even going to be concerned with it. it it's so f- frustrating. Under uh, Every word we've said undersells it. I mean, think about being this young man, right? I, I assume he's out of eligibility after his final. Like, like, whatever season he plays, if it's this year or next year, it's his last one, right? This was his last season. Okay. This is his COVID year. So he's going. he's a young man that spent months and months and months training and preparing for his final season of football. And, of course, I assume, maybe I shouldn't, that he has a goal of playing at the next level. Maybe he doesn't, but it's his last year regardless. He's back at Mississippi State. And two days before his game, Mm -hmm. the, the timing frustrates me as much as the decision itself. Waiting until now. Right. How long was this sitting on some pencil pusher's desk? He transferred in January. How long was this sitting there waiting for this decision to come down two days before the game? And why is it taking that long? And why is nobody, I say nobody, I'm talking about the people that can actually make change. Right. Of course media are like, wait, what the heck? This, this is stupid. It, it, it right. makes no sense at all. They're unfairly punishing a young man because they want to get control back right. or, or whatever the case may be. But why is there not more pushback every time something like this happens mm-hmm. from the people that can actually make change here? And I hope that because this happened now to Mississippi State, that Mark Keenum, who's heavily involved in sports, unlike most of the presidents and chancellors at universities, in Mississippi we have sports-minded university leadership. It's not that way everywhere. But maybe finally somebody can put their hand up and say, we can't do this anymore. They already don't govern the postseason anyway. They, they, they don't have any control over who the champion is in college football. Right. So why are we letting them decide whether or not players can be eligible? Why are we deciding to let them have rules and enforce them? They, they are so bad at it. And, and here we are again, watching an incompetent organization make a consistent decision with them. Yeah. And what's going to be done about it? Nothing. It's a shame. Nothing. It is an absolute shame. We'll get to your text on this. I'm sure plenty have come when we come back. I'm Borky. He's Haydad at College Corner in Oxford. We've got gift cards to give away. We've got schedules to give away, shirts to give away. Just come by and see us in Oxford. 601-879-4395 is the text line. We'll be right back. In Mississippi sports, you'll hear about it first, right here. Sports Talk Mississippi.
I'm Michael Borky. He's Brian Haydad back again at College Corner. We've got more free stuff to give you. We're down to one gift card. There's one left. But, my friends, we've got three, six, we got nine hats now. We've got this one right nine here. Hats. Nine hats. This uh, this powder blue script Old Miss uh, 47, which is, uh, is my favorite brand of hat. Every Saints hat that I own is from them. Really good hat here. We've got a uh, a powder blue UM trucker hat, also right here. Three of those, and we've got a navy blue UM Nike hat. All of these, if you show up here, and uh, we appreciate those of you that have already come by. I, I hope that you put us back on after meeting us in your car <laughs> on the way to wherever you're going. But we appreciate you come by and see us, Sisk Avenue, in Oxford. I'm Borky. He's Hey Dad, and we'll get to the text line because uh, State got that. Again, unfortunate it's underselling it news. Uh, the tight end room, uh, we, we talked about Ole Miss yesterday's tight end room getting a hit. Caden uh, yeah. Prescorn possibly not playing for uh, a few games this season, and now Mississippi State going to be without one for the entire season because of gross incompetence at the top of the sport. Jeff leads us off. He says, what if every school agreed to just ignore the NCAA and play the players? There's, what would happen? There's the issue, though. That you do, that's the issue. The NCAA is the school's. When you when you are a member of the NCAA, you agree to these rules. And as dumb and stupid and useless as they are, uh, it just is what it is. And people people ask that question when Ole Miss was going through yeah. the NCAA stuff, and they're like, "What?" Do we, I'm like, Ole Miss agreed to these rules, so they got so, girls out there modeling the jerseys. They're going to have us do that later. Oh, I bet you yeah. and Powder. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I got to I got to wear the short shorts though. Same thing. So, <laughs> you and you and I, and just the jersey and the short shorts that that'll you know, drive customers hey, away. That that would sell. That would, I think sell, that would sell. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sell something. Yeah. Um, but especially the John Rice uh, ten. Oh yeah. We will get the Madison Housewives in here. There's also another number ten that played at Ole Miss that is a popular guy. You may have heard of him, Eli Manning. Eli Drink Drinkwitz. That's yeah. tonight, Missouri. They name uh, Brady Cook. Yeah. But no, no. So what needs to happen? The, the issue with the, the structure of college sports, everybody, here's the problem with it. The people that make the decisions don't know enough about the dynamic of sports to make decisions. And the people that are under the NCAA's umbrella are all the way from Ohio State with their $220 million budget and millions of fans and, and all that, all the way down to Newberry College with their – 1,200 students in upstate South Carolina. And and so everybody gets an equal seat at the table. And so you've got academics involved who don't really care or know about sports. And then you've got the big brands involved. And then also these tiny little brands. And they all make decisions to govern things that are so totally different. And so you've got this... This crap. This is what it is. It's just a bunch of garbage. And we've gotten a few texts about this. One says the SEC and the Big Ten need to form their own league and save the, uh, leave the NCAA in the dust. That's what needs to happen. And, and I don't know how we haven't gotten to that point yet. I think Greg Sankey has slowly kind of hinted at this is where we're going. And a recent interview that he did actually kind of made you think that the wheels are turning when he talked about how he needs to have a relationship with the leadership of the Big Ten. Yeah. And I thought, okay, he, he kind of has figured it out. Yeah. But why has it taken this long? They can do it better. Yeah. They can do it more efficiently. Yeah. They can save a lot of things. And 
again, the NCAA already does not crown the champion in college football. Yeah. They're already not involved. You have a structure in place. How can the, the commissioner's office, to, to bring Sankey back into this, sit here and see that ruling today and think, my league accepts that? He shouldn't. That's if a good he question. That's a really good question. And, and it feels like there should be, I don't know, Richard always talks about hand raised guy or the vice president of common sense or whatever you want to call him, but there's just got to be somebody who goes, look, what, what are we doing here? Like, are we really going to say because this kid, I won't say kid, but this, this player yeah. stayed in school so he could play in the national championship game and then he immediately hit the portal? And immediately moved on to the, to another school. By the way, that's a school he had been to before, yeah. and he had relationships with. Is he from here originally? No, he's originally. I think he's from Louisiana. Okay. Um, but there has to be somebody who just says, "Guys, we're just going to let this go, and and let it happen." But in typical fashion, uh oh, trouble just walked in. Uh, <laughs> in typical fashion of the NCAA, uh, this is where we are. And yeah. this is where it's going to be, and it doesn't look like anything's going to change. And there we are. Here we are. I think, we got, I think we got some folks wanting some hats here, to be honest with you. They're going to have to wait a few minutes. They're going to have to wait. We've got, <laughs> got to wait five minutes and 20, 27, 20, 26 seconds. Darren says, time to form a new organization. I agree. It's, it's past time. It is absolutely past time. Especially when – did you see what happened at Nebraska yesterday? Yes. So, so Nebraska – it took me a second. I was like, what yeah. bad happened? That's, that's the thing. We're talking about the NCAA, so yeah. immediately my first thought was, what bad happened at Nebraska? No, no, something really good happened at Nebraska. Here's why I bring Nebraska up. Yeah. Because their volleyball team sold out the football stadium last night. 93,000 people. I'm not kidding. The, the images are incredible. 93,000 people yeah. watched Nebraska volleyball, volleyball in the football stadium last night. If we continue down this path without somebody taking control, we're going to get to a point where those kind of sports don't exist anymore. Now, Nebraska volleyball is a little bit different because they sell out their basketball arena basically every – like they have a following. It's a little bit different there. But you're going to lose the non-revenue sports if we sit back and just let the NCAA just exist and keep losing in court and do nothing about it and eventually – that's what's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to make athletes employees, and when you do that, That's you're correct. only going to keep the profitable ones. In scenes like you saw last night, mm-hmm. where I promise you, because there, there's videos out there of, of young, young girls going to that and being inspired, and you're going to take those opportunities away. And, and anyway, it, yeah. it's just, something needs to give now because the path we're going down will professionalize every bit of this, yeah. and it will ruin nights like last night. Yes. And that's – I hope that's not where we're headed. I don't. I, I feel like eventually common sense has to win, that, win out, but we're reaching that tipping point, right? We're reaching that point where it's going to be, you know, one way or the other. You're going to have to make it – you're going to come to a point where you make a decision and you're either going to go one way or the other. And we're nearing that point uh, with, with all of this, you know, with, with NIL, with conference realignment, you know, and – I love college football, yeah. and I don't want it to be damaged, and I fear for that. But at the same time, you know, gosh, you know this too that when we get to these games Saturday, all of this goes away, and and you know, except now, for except for the reason we started this conversation, he yeah, doesn't get to play. He doesn't get to play. 
and that's that's a that's sad state of affairs. And it's just it's just when you if you tell me the next time the NCAA makes a good decision, I will tell you that's probably the first time the NCAA made a good yeah, decision. At this and point, and it, it's just it really is painful to. I mean, and you know what's funny is leadership changes. You know, Mark Emmert out, Charlie Baker in, but nothing changes. Yeah. Feels like we're are we are we on the Gallo show or are we on are we on uh talking about college football? You know, leadership yeah. changes but nothing, nothing changes. changes. So Jeff wants to know if it's gross negligence on TCU or state. It sounds like an error it's from be on, TCU. Yeah, it, but it, it, also common sense needs to prevail. Yeah. And it didn't. It didn't. Because uh, of course not. Just tuning in late, what happened today? Uh, Mississippi State tight end Jacarius Spivey declared ineligible by the NCAA two days before the first game due to some sort of issue with him transferring from TCU after the national championship game. How many schools are in the NCAA? Somebody asked. Uh, all, hundreds. All of them. All, all of them that aren't in the NAIA. I mean, when you think, you know, so correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, Mississippi State will miss. Yep. USM, Jackson State, Alcorn, Mississippi Valley are NCAA, are NCAA schools. I believe. Is Mississippi College a Division Three school now? I think they're two. Okay. Millsaps is in the NCAA. Bellhaven. Bellhaven is in the NCAA. It's, the answer is hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds. That's just in Mississippi. Think about a state like California or Texas or things like that. All of your colleges, for the most part, are in the NCAA. And thusly, you know, you, you see, you see the, 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 the amount of bureaucracy, the amount of red tape. I mean, mm-hmm. it really does feel like we're talking about things that are going on in Washington, but we're talking about things yeah. that are going on in Starkville. Jake, I don't think I explained uh, my position on that very, very well, so I'll try again. He says, I don't understand the Nebraska volleyball issue. The issue is if nobody takes control of what is happening with the momentum to professionalize the student-athletes. Right. That's that's where this is headed. And and with nobody... That we're going to have a day. We're going to have a day where the non-revenue sports... Are cut. And are you cut. see, Mississippi, Mississippi State and Ole Miss would have men's basketball and football. And that's it. And that's it. That's, that's where no, Nothing headed. else. May, maybe baseball. Maybe. Maybe. At Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Not everywhere. Not everywhere. So that, That's right. what I meant by that. we got to go to the break because we got a line for these hats. we, we got hats to us. give away, and we're going to talk to the owner of College Corner when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studio. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us on this Thursday. We'll be right back. Talk Mississippi. Here we, here we go, go. Super Talk Mississippi. I want the record to show that we are in Oxford, Mississippi, inside of a store that features everything that you could imagine with Ole Miss on it. Yeah. And Brian Haydad signed an autograph. Three. Co- Three autographs. Three. I only did one. Wait, what the heck? I got two. Four. Four. Four autographs Four. did Brian Haydad sign with a bunch of dudes wearing old Miss stuff, by the way. Yeah. Look at this. Unbelievable. I'm Borky's Haydad. Scott Warren joins us right now, the owner of College Corner, the third location. And I want to start there, actually. I've There are bad ideas in retail that fail. There are good ideas in retail and they still don't work. And here you are on your third store. How? 
I, it, it's been a blessing to us. I mean, it, this was was really you know nine years ago when we started. I was at a crossroads with my job that I had. I was getting laid off and and had to had to do something, a new career change, and you know prayed a lot. And you know God kind of opened the door for that original store nine years ago. We opened in July, and it it seems like yesterday as we were just talking yeah. about it. And uh, it's been great. It's been a great run. This is our tenth football season. It's hard to believe it's been Ooh. you know ten football wow. seasons since we've been open. And uh, I always kind of tell people you know that that year that we opened 2014 and even in 2015 those were two pretty good years in in uh college football in the state of mississippi yeah. so yeah. uh it was a that was a lot of fun right out of the gate that's one of those where you're just like it's gonna be like this all the time yeah right exactly it was uh a lot of people said you need to go to the casino now yeah. you, you've obviously got a lucky hand so no we were we were fortunate that year i guess we don't have that normal um you know, retail slog that you have a normal pr- pr- progression and slow and trying to get the word out. It was almost instantaneous, so it was great. Let's go back to that first store. Yeah. So, so you uh, live in the Jackson area, and how did the idea come about? So, did you see like a void in this kind of store where I mean, and Hayden and I are joking earlier, but it's true. When you walk into your stores, left or right is Ole Miss, and then the other side is Mississippi State, and it is I mean, split down the middle. Yeah. yeah. No, well, it was uh, the idea kind of came to me. I mean, we're fans just like everybody else, and I, I don't know when the the color shirt crowd started, but I was uh, you know this probably was a you know ten or twelve years ago because obviously before we opened the store, but I you know riding around Jackson trying to find that color shirt and at the time you couldn't there wasn't a store i mean they your usual suspects and dicks and academy and a lot of those are just you know fine stores but they're hit and miss as far as collegiate apparel goes and so you know you came to the college town and and you know how traffic and everything can be so i you know long story short i got my polo but you know that took all afternoon to get and you're not in a good mood and i'm like man there's got to be a better way to to get this especially with the folks in jackson the fans the alumni and all that and i just we just started kind of asking around say hey what do you guys do what are you guys doing like, oh, we gotta wait till we go to campus and stuff and so again when that happened where i was getting laid off it was like well if we're gonna do it now's the time to do it and uh and so it, it i tell you that that Really, fourteen and fifteen. I don't know what we would have done if if State and Ole Miss would have struggled at the gate. Yeah. I don't know what would have happened because there were some some thin years uh, along the way, and of course COVID and all that stuff. But uh, um, it's uh, yeah, that's kind of our story. And you know, we're, like I say, we're this store. A lot of people will ask, you know, how we do stuff and how we buy. And I'm like, man, I I sold roofing for about twenty years. I, I'm not a retail guy. I, I'm just a college football fan. I mean, we're average family and average, you know, fans and stuff like that. And we go to these shows, and I don't have a certain number or budget. I just, hey, I like that. That's cool. I, you know, that's neat. I want to buy it. I want that in my store. I want to sell it and stuff. And uh, part of our success, I kind of tell people that uh, while this is our store, uh, my wife and I's and our you know names are on the leases and the bills. The store belongs to the people that walk through the. Through, through the front doors it, it's their store uh we do this for them we, we we do our best to listen to things that we need to carry uh and we we really try our best to to get it sometimes we can't obviously we we, we do have a cap on that but uh we 
we try to like be in their shoes when they walk in uh, into our store. Hey, yeah. do you have a you know a, a son who needs a jersey, a, a daughter that needs a, a cheerleading outfit, a polo? It's you know it's a it's a white weekend in uh, Oxford, so you obviously need a white polo. I guess states this weekend is either or. So, <clears throat> but you you need those polos and you need those things. So we we try to view that in in our customers' eyes. Uh, who told you about the uh, the wine? carrier that i've never seen you know i'm not a big wine guy but there is an old miss branded like wine like a cooler mm-hmm. but it, but it's for an individual bottle of wine over there yeah and, and that, and just we have a show that we go to in, in vegas of all places that we we, nice. we we have to go they twist our arm to go to vegas and stuff <laughs> and so it is really neat it, every college football fan would probably love going to the show because it's just all kinds of this and just anything and everything you can think of is pretty neat. But uh, saw it there and thought that would be pretty cool. So we are like, hey, let's bring it in. And if you're not in the Jackson area, because yeah. we, we'll talk to Scott a little bit later on as right. well, of course, uh, you have an online store. Yeah. So yes. if you're not in Oxford, you're not in Jackson, and you want to shop College Corner. CollegeCornerStore.com. And it's, yeah, we, we, we do so much online now. That used to be just a very small piece of our business and now it's That's a huge. it's a store it's yeah. a store in itself without how, a doubt how important is it to have great affiliates selling products it is it is online. it is a must-have <laughs> it is a must-have <laughs> uh we're happy to be at college corner thank you for having us of course and yeah we'll glad talk, y'all are uh, here catch up here in about an hour or time. so we're going to talk tennessee balls when we come back as our tour around the sec continues i'm borky he's hey dad live at college corner on sisk avenue in oxford we'll be right back More Sports Talk Mississippi now. now. Did not go two straight commercial breaks signing autographs? No, no none, none in that break. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't. Hey, Dad didn't sign any autographs. No. But we'll get some more gear, though, and people will show up and we'll go from there. Yeah, hopefully so. so. Hey, Dad, what you, what you need to start doing is signing the hats. Uh, that's a bit much. Nobody <laughs> wants my city children an Ole Miss hat. That's a bit much. I'm Michael Borky. He's Brian Haydad. The first big Thursday of college football. The only real big Thursday. It's a big College football day. We're at College Corner in Oxford. Glad that you guys are with us. Let's go to the Farm Bureau guest line, though. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. We're checking in on Tennessee as we move around the SEC. Ben McKee of Go Vols 24-7 joins us right now. And, I mean, the offseason hype, Ben, has been astronomical for a guy that can throw the football into the Astros. Does that make sense? Probably not. Either way... Joe Milton, what kind of a preseason camp has he had? And uh, has it, without playing a game yet, matched the hype? We lost him. He dropped. We, uh, we, uh, we lost him. All right, we'll him. try to get him back. Well, we'll try to get him back. But either way, so Joe Milton, I mean, we've seen him play, so that wasn't exactly a fair question. He has played and played well in uh, in his fill-in role for uh, the injured Hinden Hooker at the end of last season, but I, I can't help but wonder if the the hype is getting 
too much. You a, know, if we're, if we're certain, overselling this Well, guy. a certain uh, Sports Talk Mississippi host uh, in his preseason predictions rated Joe Milton as his Heisman Trophy winner. So, yeah, I would like for him to rationalize that. Well, I mean, I get it. Because that, that means you think that Tennessee's winning 11 games. They could, they could win 10 if he, if he has the and stats. win the Heisman, though. Like, last year's Tennessee team, if, if even if, if, if he had, uh, even with the loss to Georgia, Hendon Hooker's stats were enough. He was, gonna get, he was probably going to get invited until he missed the last two, basically, game and a half. So, yeah, I mean, I said it earlier this year that with Milton – What's the ceiling on Joe Milton? It's 1-1. It's first pick in the draft because the talent is, is not only there, it's obvious. You see it. This this isn't Will Levis where you're like, what are they seeing in him? Yeah. This is a guy when he throws the football, you're like, oh, okay, I get that. I get what they're saying. He's got mobility. He's got the big frame. Obviously, he has the arm. It's just going to be about can he complete passes this year. I think we have Ben back. So, Ben, what do you think about that? Did Joe Milton's preseason camp – match what people were hoping it would be? Yes, I, I would say that it did. Joe Milton has been absolutely tremendous. Uh, he, he had a fantastic offseason uh, from, from spring practice to summer workouts to fall camp uh, to, to game week prep the last two weeks. I mean, he, he has been absolutely terrific. And really that started uh, last year when he was backing up Hendon Hooker. He, he has undergone a, a complete change quite frankly, uh, from the first time he was the Tennessee starting quarterback. Uh, he, he has changed his fundamentals, his technique, the way he leads uh, him, himself as a person and the way he handles his business and his teammates adore him for that reason. So uh, I would say, yes, uh, he, he has lived up to, to what the coaches uh, wanted for him this preseason camp. You know, the injury to Hendon Hooker was obviously an awful one for Tennessee last year. But in retrospect now, with the benefit of hindsight, how important and how helpful and beneficial was it for Milton to get those reps at the end of the season? Yeah, they were of, of huge benefit. Uh, I, I certainly can see from the outside looking in uh, how uh, people who aren't around Tennessee every day could, could really view it from that standpoint as well. But from from those of us who covered on the day-to-day, you kind of heard that Joe had completely changed the way he was going about his business prior to Hendon getting hurt. And I know it was garbage time against Bowling Green and Akron and, and schools of that nature last season, but when Joe did get into those games and play late, I believe Missouri as well, he had a, a maybe the throw of the year uh, in the SEC. I mean, it was just right on the money, a deep ball. I mean, he was already showing signs of being a different quarterback prior to that Vanderbilt and, and Clemson game to end the season. So those reps certainly helped. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to minimize the, those in-game reps, certainly different than practice reps. But he had already been trending in that direction. Uh, and Tennessee believes that if if that injury to, to Hendon had happened earlier in the season – then they, they would have been relatively fine. Uh, obviously, Hendon had a, a, a almost a Heisman type of season, um, but they, they were pretty confident in, in Joe Milton if he had to be thrown in there prior to those Vanderbilt and, and Clemson games. And then, of course, you know, not only do you, lo- you lose Hooker, but you lose two of his biggest weapons in Cedric Tillman and Jalen Hyatt. Who, by the way, Jalen Hyatt's on my fantasy team this year. I took a little Congrats. late va- <laughs> took a little late value on him. I feel pretty confident there. Uh, 
Squirrel White has been a name we've been talking about a lot this offseason, mainly because people call him Squirrel, and they're just going to the people are going to jump to that. But he is a talented, talented football player. Give us some insight into these, the Tennessee receiver room and who fills those big shoes. Yeah, it, it sounds weird, but I don't think there's going to be much drop off, and that sounds weird because Jalen Hyatt won the Bolitnikoff Award last year, uh, and and Cedric Tillman. Uh, generated some buzz during Brown's training camp, and, and he was a third-round pick. So you, you lose quite a bit of production from those two, but I, I feel fairly confident in saying that there won't be a drop-off, at least in terms of production. Uh, Brew McCoy is, is going to be an NFL draft pick on the outside. Uh, Ramel Keaton, a senior who, who has played quite a bit of college football to this point and, and been around Tennessee for a while, uh, he may be, he may prove to be their most consistent guy. I, I think that he will be. He, he's not as flashy as Jalen Hyatt or, or Cedric Tillman. He's just kind of always there when it matters. Uh, and, again, I, I think he's going to prove to be Tennessee's most consistent receiver. Uh, and then you mentioned Squirrel White. Uh, he, he is as fast as they come. But uh, that slot receiver position right now for Tennessee is an interesting one because they have two guys that can run with the wind. You all obviously know Squirrel White. But then there's also Dante Thornton, the Oregon transfer, who – uh, Squirrel is 5'10", and Dante is 6'5", and, and they both are just as fast as one another, and, and for different reasons, obviously. Dante is a huge strider, um, but the, Dante Thornton has had a great offseason as well, and a big fall camp, uh, and they, they're expecting big things from, from Dante and Squirrel, both there uh, in the slot. So they, they those names may not be as well-known as Jalen Hyatt and, and Cedric Tillman right now, but uh, they are very, very confident uh, in that four-headed monster, if you want to call it that. They need to go prove that they can be a four-headed monster, but uh, Tennessee certainly thinks that they're going to be. Ben McKee of Go Balls 24-7 joining us on the Farm Bureau guest line. So, uh, asked a guest that we had on the show yesterday if Virginia had any kind of a puncher's chance against Tennessee in the opener there uh, in Nashville. So I'll ask you the same question. His answer was a decided no shot. Uh, what do you see in this game? Should we be uh, not concerned, I guess, but should should we be worried about Tennessee's ability to dominate the way people think that they will? No, I don't think so. Uh, Virginia just doesn't have a ton of firepower on either side of the football. Uh, Tony Elliott has, has quite a few messes he needs to clean up uh, in multiple ways. Uh, and I think if, if Tennessee does struggle with Virginia – then we, we really need to pump the brakes on, on the Tennessee hype. I, I think if, if Tennessee struggles against this Virginia team, then then it's probably going to be a rough season or, or at least a season in which they, they don't contend for the East like a lot of people think they're going to. They, they just have a lot of new. Uh, they have a new quarterback, new receivers, uh, a new offensive line. Uh, and maybe that's a good thing because the offensive line struggled last year and, and the offense as a whole for Virginia struggled a lot last year. Uh, and then defensively, they do have some veteran defensive linemen. So I guess that there's an area of this football game that may look a, a little more interesting than we are anticipating. Tennessee's a little banged up on the offensive line right now at center, and they're also shifting some guys around uh, at tackle and, and guard trying to find the right combination, uh, some ongoing position battles as they get into the season. And, and Virginia has – Four or five veteran defensive linemen. Now their best one, Chico Bennett, he's out uh, because he had a knee injury early in camp. Um, but that, that's a veteran defensive line that may be able to take a, a little bit of advantage against a, a Tennessee O line that's shuffling and, and a little banked up right now. But even with that, uh, I just talked about Tennessee's wide receiver room. Uh, Virginia's secondary is, is the complete opposite, and, and there's a lot to be concerned if you're a Virginia fan there. So. 
Uh, I, I don't think that Tennessee should struggle um, much at all uh, against Virginia on Saturday. We got about a minute left. True or false? Tennessee will be six and zero going into that game against Alabama. Follow up. True or false? Tennessee will still only have one or zero losses when they play Georgia on November eighteenth in Knoxville. I say I say true to your first question because I think Tennessee is better than than Florida and South Carolina, uh, and I, I I say false uh, to to your second question. Well, I, I guess. I don't know because I, I did predict the A and M loss on my game by game predictions. I guess that is game number six. Now that I think about it, isn't it? Uh, so yeah. I, I I think they lose the A and M, and I think they lose the Bama. So I, I guess I would say uh, they, they have one or more losses by the time that Georgia game rolls around. Ben, thank you so much for your time, man, and uh, look forward to catching up with you down the line. Yeah, I appreciate you very much. That was Ben McKee of GoBalls247.com joining us on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. I'm going to spend this commercial break convincing somebody to let Haydad sign something. We'll be right back. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. We're signing things. We're autographing things. Borky's giving out advice, career advice to people. If anybody wants any career advice, don't come talk to me because you got no chance of duplicating how I got here. So I, see. I don't have career advice. I just remember when I was a young journalism school student. Big uh, J. Big J over here. Yeah, I, do have, I do have a journalism degree, although I have a feeling the alma mater is not particularly proud of who they gave it to, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, I just, uh, you know, frankly, I didn't really do much. I did this, the work. Like, I got the yeah. degree, but I did the bare minimum because I was too busy hanging out at the frat house drinking beer six days a week. Eh. And I wish I would have had somebody to tell me, like, what to get involved in earlier. Yeah. Because uh, my my resume at first when I came out of school was lacking when it came to experience. So um, I spent, after graduation, hey, Dad, I spent two months at a friend of mine's timeshare in Destin, and we would wake up in the morning and have coffee and apply for jobs. <laughs> and when in, <laughs> and when in, yeah, when we ran out of search functions on Indeed, mm-hmm. we'd go fishing. Yeah. And I did that for like two months in Destin and finally got a job here at Super Talk, and uh, the rest is, uh, is history. 601-879-4395 is the text line. If you guys want to be a part of the show today, that's how you can do it. A lot of you have come by. It's been a lot of fun yeah, so far. Yeah, we've had a lot of folks here today. And, By the way, apparently I say folks weird. It's my on the well, show. Well, some people say something. folks, and that's not exactly how you say well, it. Well, I, I say folks. Because you're saying it correctly. And people were like, he says it weird. No, you're saying it how it's supposed to I don't be know. Said. I don't know. That's how it's a, you're I'm, I'm doubting myself now. So I will say this, though. 
My idea to have these these interviews, these SEC previews, was genius. It was a very good idea. Get the last ditch, and tomorrow we'll finish up with Texas A&M, one of the most interesting teams in the conference. Saw varsities every lean time. In, lean in, in. in my head. Saw varsities horns off. So right. weird. They are weird people. They, they are, but they might have a good football team, although right. I'm not expecting much. Probably talk to our friend Olin Buchanan tomorrow if I had to guess. Good guy, too. Yeah. Really good oh, guy. Great guy, yeah. Going to be down at South Beach. What an interesting game What's next that week, is right? week, too. Yeah. yeah. What an interesting yeah. week. Last year, that game was just disgusting. Horrible football game. Just one of the worst, ugliest football games I'm watching. And I had, I'll never forget, I had a and I had Miami in the points. And they didn't cover. No. I'm just like, you know, it's not enough i got to sit here and watch this game for three hours and just not be entertained. But yeah. I'm not even going to get the result <laughs> I want. I didn't care if Miami won. I just needed them to cover. So, Florida-Utah tonight. The other games on the docket, Flutal. it's not just Florida-Utah. If you uh, if you want to do the TV2 thing or, like, have it on an iPad or maybe you just would prefer to watch this game, the other uh, power game of the evening, Nebraska at Minnesota. And Minnesota, seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home, what I assume will be a really nice night there in Minneapolis. But yeah. Nebraska, Matt Rule, game one for him Yeah, on the road. Yeah. A former Georgia Tech quarterback, now the quarterback at Nebraska, as is tradition. Yeah, that's true. I do like the way the Big Ten does it and gives us a conference yeah. game right out the gate. The SEC is probably not too far away from that. But uh, they somebody turned that fan on. I was like, is a jet taking off? What's going on back there? <laughs> Startled. As I said, it did. I was just like, I am hearing a noise, and I hope I'm not the only one. Yeah. Whenever you hear a noise, that's like the first thing. Like, please, God, don't let me be the only one hearing this noise. Oh, man, I had that moment because I, I just had to replace my HVAC. By the way, yeah. did you have to replace yours or is it just pipes? I could tell the story, but it's slightly inappropriate. Okay. You're, you're, it's up uh, to you at this point. Will? Tell it. Just Will leap you, out the, uh, the naughty No, details. there's no curse words. There's no curse words. Okay, so so your HVAC went out. It's a drainage pipe issue. Okay, and so last uh, Friday, the guy's coming out there, and he's like, "I need to replace all of your pipes, but I can't do that tonight. I'll come back on Monday and do it." I left you my shop vac, so when you feel like it's starting to heat up a little bit in here, just just go outside and suck the pipe, and and you'll be all right. And so that's what I've been I've been doing. And then you got sick. He hasn't been there t- until this week. So I have, I, for like when I wake up in the morning, before I go to bed at night, and usually it's not in the middle of the day, I go outside and suck the pipe, and then uh, the, uh, the uh, air conditioner works. <laughs> so if you want to get it to work, Mark, what you do is – no, 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 never mind. 425. <laughs> never mind. That's a promo right there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so you heard the fan that started you. I heard it. I would love to know what my neighbors think at like eleven o'clock when they hear a vacuum cleaner running in the backyard. <laughs> like I'm just go back out there and just set it on the pipe and I'm, I'm, I'm get these gestures. We'll set it on the pipe and you know, hit the button and <laughs> hold it there for a second and you know then I pull it off and it's it's the water's dripping out of it and I'm like all right we're good. I go back and I hear it, I hear the air conditioner turn on and then I go back inside. And then, you know, you wake up in the morning, and it's, you know, I got it set on 68, and it's like 71 inside. Yeah, go outside and get hold of that pipe and uh, go from there. My neighbor, who's probably listening right now, vacuums uh-huh. his uh, pine needles out of his yard. Okay. With a vacuum cleaner? With a vacuum cleaner, yeah. Like, like a shop like with vac. With a shop vac. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, you can I walk just... out there one day and he literally was out there vacuuming up the pine needles. That's fantastic. Let's go to the ceasefire text uh, yes. line after we've uh, talked about uh, what I just talked about. Anything interesting? Dwayne happens? says, "If your dad's listening, does he know you drink beer six days a week at a frat house in Not college?" Sure. I did. Yeah. Uh, no, he he didn't know that. He's not particularly proud of that fact. But it's too late now. It's over now. Yeah, you, you've got a good job at this point. You did you did okay. Oh gosh, we we can't read any of these messages. <laughs> if you could, I, I don't have the text. No, Will, we, please, we, next we, time I'm on the road, I'm gonna we're gonna get this. I can't get the text we, line we, thing straightened out. If you just pass that down, and I'll, what we'll do is the whole segment will be me reading them and laughing uh, hysterically. <laughs> that's good radio. People love it when oh, I get the belly laugh. Let me see it. Let me put, uh, okay. Bring it down all right, here. All right, all right. And you bring can it use, your, you can use your use your I'll, I'll use just, your fingers while, while you're looking at these. Oh God! <laughs> just the keyboard thing doesn't work very well. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. 11 p.m. What's that noise? <laughs> uh, How close are your neighbors? Well, the uh, as as we've talked about before, the Russians are on the oh. one side, and the Ukrainians are on the other. So they, they might think they might think a plane has taken off. I don't know what's going on out there. They're like, hey, Putin has sent what? What is happening? <laughs> you know. So, oh my gosh, Kelso in Ocean Springs, glad to see you, man. Had oh, he's, he's good. He's alive. He, he's I always bad. worry when there's a storm. Uh, he's he's trying to help us change the subject, Kelso. I don't know <laughs> if I want to appreciate that. But uh, my friend, has Kelso been on with us yet? No, we need to get him on. Kelso, we're going to do that. So if you guys uh, don't know who Kelso is, Kelso is uh, is a devout listener of ours. And devout? Like, a, like he, he's Catholic or something? Yeah. Hey, we had somebody to come <laughs> in here and tell us that he's an addictive listener. Addicted is fine. Devout makes he's, me think like they're worshiping, like they got a, like they got a statue of hey, the that, three of us in there. Hey, we've signed autographs today. I'm just saying, if I, if I ever go to somebody's house and there's an icon of me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be worried, you know, of like me like doing like you know Saint Peter or something. Anyway, using the vacuum, <laughs> using it. Patron saint of the pipe. Anyway, um. I, my only regret is that Richard's not here for this conversation because I don't know that he could have handled it. No. To be honest with you, he got up. Kelso says all hail, all hail sports talk. Kelso is a uh, hurricane. Um, He's a chaser, and he gets up in the uh, – not a chaser. He, uh, hey. Chasing means like I'm looking from a distance. Oh, he's, in. He's, in, he's in the storm. Yeah. Right in the storm out. We just, I, I'm so fascinated uh, by all of that. So we will talk to you about that, Kelso. Glad that you are back and that you are back safe. We appreciate you, my friend. Uh, David said he only listens because his radio is stuck on 103.1. It was all part of the plan. <laughs> you Dan, out Dan there and, to know if your wife knows that that's what you're doing. You know what's funny is I couldn't get her to go out there and do it. She she just for some reason said I don't want to go do that, and so she made me do it. I had to do it myself. What's going on, Barky? <laughs> I hope Will is laughing too. I wish we had camera on Will. <laughs> I don't think it'll be as bad as the Haydad family reunion joke, but he's probably got to be laughing. If if we get in trouble for this, <laughs> he's as red as his shirt. He's wearing a Super Talk red polo, like I'm talking about, like Ole Miss red, and his face is the it matches. 
<laughs> exactly. It's it's a problem. It's it's an epidemic. As soon as you asked me the question, I was like, I can't wait to answer it. <laughs> Clip it all, the whole segment. I can't. I can't even. I, I, <laughs> when we come back. We're going to do 100 teams, or we're going to push that to tomorrow. Uh, we'll look at some more lines yeah. uh, for the for the games tonight uh, and, uh, in college football. We got any lead pipe blocks? Where do we go now? Oh, my gosh. I, I'm Michael Borky. That has been Brian Haydad. <laughs> That's my last segment on the air. Did Ashley text me? No, I'm uh, good. I'm no, good. No text from HR yet. Um, hopefully she's not listening. Oh, God. Somebody says, y'all are getting fired for sure. No, hey, Dad. Hey, Dad is getting fired. He asked I'm the questions. I, oh, I did. I did. He set me up. We'll, uh, we'll get back on the rails after this, I think. <laughs> Probably not. We'll see how it goes. We'll be right back. Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Live at College Corner in Oxford, Sisk Avenue. Hey, that thought the Secret Wendy's thing was uh, was funny earlier. It's down the street from the Secret Wendy's. And we had somebody Wendy's. text in and also somebody come in and mention Mentioned that, Secret Wendy's, yeah. that they knew it. Joe in Gulfport, by the way, wants a Hey Dad bobblehead. <laughs> well, I, instead of a bobblehead, well, I have a bobble, bobble body. You're soon not going to be able to make those jokes anymore. Well, until that day, until I'm going to milk it until what it's worth. Come I, can't, I can't wait for the day where I'm like actually not obese. Uh, because that's going to be a hard day for some uh, some trolls out there on Twitter who have only had that to hit me with. It's going to be like, what do you got now? Hey, Dad, they're so unoriginal that they're going to come up with something equally as unoriginal for the next one. Probably so. So, six zero eight seven nine forty three ninety five is the text line. Come by and see us. We got one more hat to give away, but I think we may not have one more hat to give away. Get that hat to yes, you come on in. Come on in. Hey, I got got the, we are I got we the text are line up. Thank you, Will. Hats. Congrats, buddy. Glad you guys came by and and good to see you. Um, All right, so, let's see what we got here. I think Richard would have lost his mind over the vacuum story, especially after the Taylor Swift meltdown this week. Uh, I got a text about Richard's Taylor Swift uh, uh, alleged uh, meltdown. Well, you know, and, me knowing that was a polarizing conversation. Me knowing more state fans, I got a lot of texts that were like, "You're right." <laughs> so I was like, "Yes, I'm aware." So. Hidden Wendy's fell off after the theater opened. Yeah, once people started finding out about it. So if the secret's out, it's not a secret anymore. Yeah, you're right. Uh, this comedy session rivals a misspeak by Robbie Falk on Thunder and Lightning. He's got a few of those. Yeah, he's got he got he's got a couple it, that are just I mean, incredible. Are they worse than one that I can't repeat? He talked and about then, uh, worse than season it with seasoning. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But worse than the other one that I can't repeat. Yeah. Worse than that? Well, it's it's on the same level. It's on the Rob, same tier. Come on, man. But there, but it's the same thing where he he's trying to say something. No, with you it was just like you got caught with a with a a texture a euphemism me. that you I, didn't know. I didn't know it. And Robbie was just me. trying to make a point, and he really screwed it up. 
He's got he's got two or three of them actually. That's like me once a day though. Yeah, I will I will uh, I'll bring them to you. Uh, good. Yeah. When people call me fat, I just show them my paycheck. That's no good. <laughs> will I need a raise so I can stop this body shaming? Uh, we appreciate all the texts and all of you guys listening, coming by. It's been a lot of fun here at College Corner. How about a fair or foul for you? So uh, Ole Miss's week two opponent is Tulane. But in week one, they're bringing in South Alabama. As you guys know, South Alabama is in Mobile on the back of their helmets. So South Alabama at Tulane, on the back of their helmets, it says home of Mardi Gras. Fair or foul? Where do you land on the Mobile versus New Orleans Mardi Gras debate? South Alabama is trying to take the reins of we are the real Mardi Gras. i got to be careful. I've had some yeah. issues down in South Louisiana in the past. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Will. Oh, so, no. oh no, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is that? That's HR. Oh no, no, we, we, we did nothing. We did nothing. We're not. Telling. I am a belief. I'm of the belief that Mobile is to we invented uh, Mardi Gras. What I'm, I'm trying to think of another any other annoying person ever like. Oh, well, you know, I did that first. It's it's like they're one uppers. Yeah, okay, you you invented it. Great. You know, who cares? Do, do, if I say if it's I like say, saying the Model T is the best car. Well, it's like if I said, "Hey, Borky, take off next weekend. We're going to Mardi Gras. It's my treat, right?" And you got fired up and I drove you to Mobile. <laughs> How mad would you be? You'd be like, "Wait a minute. I thought we were going to Mardi Gras. Oh, this is where they invented it here in Mobile." Yeah. No, nobody wants that. So, no offense to Mobile and Mobilians out there. Mobilites, I don't know. Uh, so I No, New Orleans is where Mardi Gras is. It, what's the expression? Hit dog hollers? I, I've, yeah. been to a, I've not been to a New Orleans Mardi Gras. Now, I go to New Orleans a few times a I'm year. I'm too old for New Orleans but, Mardi Gras at this point. Yeah, i, I got to tap out on that. But I did a Mobile Unless Mardi I had Gras. a balcony. Now, if I got somebody that wants oh, to yeah. hook me up and they're like, hey, we got a place where you can sit and just... Throw beads and and have fun. That's fine, but I'm not getting in the streets. No, absolutely no. Too shot. old. Too old. But I did the Mobile Mardi Gras, and if that is as good as the New Orleans Mardi Gras, then it's not very good. It was fine. It yeah. was just it was just Mardi Gras parades and stuff. I don't know, but I appreciate the pettiness. I like what South Alabama's doing, but. It's like telling your four-year-old, we're going out for pizza, and then you go to the grocery store going to and buy frozen pizza. Yeah. Yeah, nobody wants that. Nobody actually so, wants I'm sure all the Mobilians were going to get mad at me, but you're just going to have to wear this one, folks, if, if Mardi Gras is New Orleans. So, to you answer your question. It. New Orleans perfected it. Foul. Foul. On foul. The and who are they playing, by the way? It's at, at Tulane. It's Tulane. So, they're just trying to be like, oh, look at us. We You didn't do anything. You know, it's possible, by the way. Congrats on having a parade. Yeah, That's what they have. It's not Mardi Gras. Tulane wins 11 games and and beat Southern Cal in the Cotton Bowl last year. They could start 0-3. They could. And, and, I mean, if they started 0-3, it would be far less surprising than them starting 3-0. Far less surprising. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't think they will do either of those two things. I don't think they'll start 0-3. I don't think they'll start 3-0. But... There's What's more likely? So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, Tulane opens with South Alabama, who was really good a year ago. Yeah. Welcome uh, Ole Miss to New Orleans in Week 2, yes. and then they're in Hattiesburg playing Southern Miss in Week 3. They're probably 1-2. and two. 
but they they could be two and one if I had to rank those games uh in terms of winability, I would say the South Alabama game is one uh Southern miss is two and Ole miss is three so what a big game for Southern miss that's going to be. Well, especially if you beat them two years in a row, yeah. that's a statement, right? Especially you, you, when you're like, okay, this is a team that went on to beat USC and all that, and now we've beaten them twice in a row. That's a huge, huge. That's a that's the kind of of, of win that that will uh, will Hall can build around. Yeah, so if you're not familiar, I know Southern Miss fans, you guys know this, but uh, open with Alcorn on uh, on Saturday night should get a win there. Uh, a very difficult challenge at Florida State in week two. That's that's a bye game. It's what it is, uh, but. If you can get a win against Tulane, so if you can turn around and beat them at home, the crowd should be great. We've been hearing from Southern Miss fans. Uh, you and I often hear from Southern Miss fans. They are ready. They are ready to buy in, and Will mm-hmm. Hall is selling. Uh, year three is the buy-in year. It's the buy-in year. Yeah. That needs to be an environment that Will Hall and his program deserves to have. And if you win that game, you're in Jonesboro. You're better at every spot than Arkansas State. And then on September 30th, you could be 3-1 and one hosting Texas State, another team that you should be better. Southern yeah. Miss, there's a chance for the Golden Eagles to start in a way that will that, that you haven't seen in quite some time, honestly. Correct. And they, they need to get those wins. You know, I have them 8-4. and four. A 4-1 four and one start would put them on a pace to easily eclipse yeah. my, my, my prediction. Um, so we'll see, but... The, the, State, Ole Miss, USM, the first month of the season for all three of these teams in our state is just so massive. I mean, there's just so many big games for all three of these schools. And and it's going to be very, very interesting to see uh, how it all plays out. Hey, quick programming note uh, about Southern Miss. Frank Gore Sr. is going to be on the uh, uh, Super Talk Eagle Hour tomorrow from 1 to 2 p.m. Awesome. That's yeah. 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 Luke texted me about that earlier, yeah. Why didn't he text me about that? Well, he wanted somebody who had some cachet to get that news oh, out there. I see. So I I I'm sorry that I, hear, I know you're this. listening to this, Luke. I, I I get it. I understand. But yeah, awesome, good. So Eagle Hour, uh, it will be available wherever you get your podcast. By the way, this That's is available. Right. Sports Talk Mississippi commercial free is available for you. Never miss a minute of this show. You don't have to. Some days you might want to if. Uh, <laughs> You know, just depends de- de- on what's going on. Depending you know? on uh, Hey Dad's HVAC situation, you may want to miss a few minutes of the show, but yeah. usually you don't. And we have a new podcast on the on the channel. We now. do have a new podcast. Uh, on our, the channel. our friend JT Mitchell has launched a Division Two, II, Division Three sports podcast called From D Two to D Three, where he's going to be talking uh, this week uh, to a couple of folks from Bellhaven and, and Millsaps, getting ready for their uh, the the, was, the tonight, river. Right? It's tonight. Yes, yeah. the Riverside Rumble. So that podcast is available now at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts. It is on the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast feed. So if you're already subscribed to that, you won't miss an episode. If you're a fan of Millsaps, of Mississippi College, of Bellhaven, you're going to be getting those podcasts uh, about your teams. That game is is really fun. So I lived in the neighborhood Bellhaven for a year. So there's a college, and then there's a neighborhood around the, uh, the college. And right. we moved in in July or so. And I, I, you know, I was still new to the area. I wasn't really familiar with you know the the local football rivalry. Good to see you guys. Um, and I'm driving home from work that night, the night of the game, and you've got like this horde of Millsap students that are painted up and covered and crazy going down to the, the stadium in Bellhaven, and they had just built that new stadium there, and, and I actually uh, walked to the game. Sorry, Bellhaven. I didn't buy a ticket. I stood on 
like right off the street and watched for a little while, I was surprised in a good way, pleasantly surprised at how much fun that uh, that looks. So yeah, yeah. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, Thunder and Lightning. If you're a State fan, Rebel Report. If you're an Ole Miss fan, Eagle Hour. If you're a Southern Miss fan, Sports Talk Mississippi. From D2 if you're a to fan D3. of plumbing, if you're a fan of plumbing, subscribe wherever you get your podcast and never miss a minute of this show. It's Sports Talk Mississippi on this College Football Thursday from College Corner. When Scott comes Austin. back, we got to get him to reload our gift pile so we can give some more stuff away. We'll see if we can get some more to give to you when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. We've got nine more pieces of headwear. Nine? Yeah. Hats and visors. We got a powder blue, a set of three powder blue visors with the script M on them. Really good looking visor. We've got uh, three more navy blue with the UM, the the old school UM that I think they should use more, especially in baseball. That's a better baseball hat to me. Doesn't matter. You can have one if you come by and then a navy blue script Old Miss, uh, the, the 47 brand that I talked about earlier that I'm a big fan of also. Uh, right here for you. So if you're in the area, if you're in Oxford, come by and see us at College Corner off of Sisk Avenue, behind, not behind, but down the street from the Secret Wendy's. I'm going to keep Wendy's. saying that today. Secret Wendy's. Scott Warren, the owner, joins us uh, again. And so let's start or pick up where we left off. You have the two stores in the Jackson area. Why Oxford and why now? Uh, 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 great question. So, yeah, Scott, uh, why? Yeah, there you go. Uh, it, um, after... Or I guess uh, during the Ole Miss National Championship run, we started looking at how many orders we were sending up to Oxford. I mean, it just was it caught our attention. It was like, man, it is. There's a lot of orders going up here. There's a lot of go- orders going everywhere, but we, we just noticed it was it was here, and so we're like, well, let's kind of look into this. And so we started kind of looking into some of our analytics, whether it was you know Facebook or Twitter or, or Instagram, just all of our social media stuff, and um, we've got kind of a a, a very good uh, e-commerce site so we can see where people are clicking from and stuff. And, and Oxford was always a, a top five, top three, kind of behind Madison and Jackson and Brandon. And I was like, well, maybe there's something to that. And so just started asking around people that we knew, hey, can, you know, can, you know, does Oxford need another store? And you, you know, kind of find out, well, you know, Ole Miss is going to have the, the biggest freshman class and, you know, Oxford's continuing to grow. Found out about the Oxford Commons area, and uh, I don't know if y'all talked about it, and I don't think this is any breaking news, but there's a Chick-fil-A, there's a, a Chipotle, there's everything is kind of growing over this way. There's Chick-fil-A? It, uh, right across the street. Is it secret, go. or do people know about it? Oh, I, I think so. It's not secret anymore. Okay. Yeah. We just told the whole state about yeah. it. I got you. Cat's out of the bag now. Okay. But, uh, uh, we just found out this area, and, and what all was growing, all the homes and the condos, it's the access off of seven, there's actually a back way off of six and it just everything kind of made sense and and uh like i say more and more we we talked to folks it was like yeah we we need to be up there never thought i would i would be in in either college town and but when all that was we were kind of gathering on information it it kind of sounded like a a no-brainer you know it's 
so and the space looks great. Yeah. I mean, everything's nice and new, and, and people are coming in, and it has it's nothing got that to new do with store us. smell. It does have that it does. New store yeah. Smell. yeah, we've had that a, a, a few times. Uh, the Blackburn Group, who develops all this, they they built this suite out, and could not be any more pleased with the way that 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 this turned out. It's yes. fantastic. Yeah. So something I want to know, just just from my personal education here, we we got three Ole Miss caps here, or two vi- a visor and two caps, right? Right. Different logo on each one. Do Ole Miss fans have the same uh, affection for certain logos that Mississippi State fans seems to do? Uh, I, I'd say there's there's the opinions of them. I mean, there's um, you know I don't I don't think so. I, I, I'm with Borky. I, the UM needs to be used more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like that. Uh, I think it looks good. Um, of course, you you know you can open a can of worms if you you know get into the Colonel Reb logo and, yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, State has some fantastic logos, and, yeah. and obviously the one that we released here a couple of couple of weeks ago. I told, um, I told you about that. I was like, you need, to be, you need to be locked and loaded yeah, for talking it. Talking yeah. about analytics, you saw the analytics yeah. are just totally totally We're shoot up with go. everything. Uh, I do not. Oh, see I got it. I got it. You got it. You go. Uh, so, uh, video evidence. <laughs> video evidence. People evidence. want us to sign these. You do it. I'm going uh, first. All right. I can confirm. I've, I've seen multiple signings. Pretty incredible. Uh, 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 mostly just about yours, honestly. Is, well, my signature? What, yeah, is yeah. what the, the incredible part is. Um, so I have a signature that it's such that if I sign something, nobody knows I was there. Like, should, who was that? Should you start bringing like 8 by 10 glossies of the headshots? Well, you have to have 13 of 15 by me. Okay. They, they, eight by ten. Is, it, you can't get me all on the frame. So sign it so the man can go. I, I will. I, I gotta ask a question. Though. Okay. We're live on the radio right now. Twelve stations, eighty-two. Can counties. you not do two things no, at once? No, I can't. I cannot at all. Don't I'm, let him uh, chew gum, single guys. Single tasker, but back-to-back national champions. You guys were able to turn over merchandise like immediately. It How does pretty, that happen? Well, it was pretty fast. Um, in in the Ole Miss championship, we were. Better prepared for obvious reasons. Uh, you know, we we learned so much during the the state run. But uh, you know, someone asked us about that, and and it's not like the on the field stuff where oh, one team loses, all that stuff goes overseas to wherever. I mean, all of all of our stuff is is if if win stuff. So we, we place all these orders, and if if the team loses, it it just the order goes away. So, uh, but some vendors were better than others. I mean, we had with with both national championships. I mean, we had people you know come literally that. That next day, and say, "Hey, where's the shirt?" And it's like, I mean, the, the game was just over about about eight hours ago. And, and stuff. give me a minute. But, uh, yeah, but uh, we did have stuff probably two days after that, and then with all that, it was uh, th- both of those were awesome runs. They were really great. You can see we only got about forty-five seconds here, but what is the non-like clothing item that sells the most here that, that surprises you? I can guess what it is in, in a store, state store. For state, it's cowboy. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Ole Miss. I... It might be that powder blue helmet. We we just sold one. Uh, those those seem to go anything powder blue with Ole Miss. I don't care if it's a cup, mug, t-shirt, whatever. It just always always goes. Sports Talk Mississippi Live and College Corner. We'll uh, catch up with you again later on in the show. Yep. Appreciate you having us as always. College football fix when we come back. We got games tonight. We still have yet to get to them thanks to Hey Dad's HVAC story. We'll be right back. From the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi.
Scott right this second. People are walking in here like, heard you talking about this, heard you talking about that. They're just flying off the shelves. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad. He's Michael Borky. We are live at College Corner here in Oxford, Mississippi. If you are a fan of the Ole Miss Rebels, or if you know an Ole Miss Rebel and you got to buy them a gift, this is the place to be. This is a fantasy land of Ole Miss gear, including they, we talked earlier about some Ole Miss wine koozies. Those are gone now. They're gone. Sorry. They yeah, have I mean, been purchased. Get more. So they'll they get, more. get more. They'll get more. Gone. But they're gone here at this location. Unless he's got some. Can you check in the back for yeah. me? <laughs> I mean, everything that you can think of. Seriously, yeah. even balloons. If you're having a party, they got balloons. With they do. They have, right they have balloons. They, had, uh, they got uh, cups right there. You know, Everything you need for tailgating yeah. is to our right. You've got, got your old Miss the, grill set. The tumblers. And, and, you I really mean, need a grill set for cold chicken tenders? I don't know what's going on with that. This guy. Uh, golf equipment in front of me. The powder blue yeah. baseball jersey that I assume they have a hard time keeping on the shelves as well. In the I'm spring. surprised that we haven't seen more of those get bought today, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, maybe we should tell you, hey, if you're looking for an Ole Miss powder blue baseball jersey with the red Ole Miss script on it, it's hanging right there well, here at College Corner. And even stuff for a man cave. So so if you are building, like I've got well, my, my the, little the home pictures office are, are really that I'm cool. working on. The yeah. pictures, you got the stadium pictures. With the backlight and all that. And the light up. Signs is something that that I just love. It, They've there, got one a, from the Ole Miss National Championship Parade that has the Super Talk bus. Uh, well, kind of in the it, picture. It's right? in there. It's in it, there. G- Gary's driving. Gary's driving. If you look really closely, you can see that woman trying to get over me and Richard to, to get closer <laughs> to the uh, to the to the parade. Our second most viewed video I've put on social media, only behind Shohei Otani for some reason. So Shohei Otani. Shohei. Old woman trying to go around and, us. And me just getting out of her way and letting her and go. And you just, and just uh, set me and Richard up for failure. The worst security guard on the planet. But, yeah, th- those – should uh, let me over there. I was a former left tackle. I'd have sealed have. off the backside. We'd have had no problem. Yeah, and Jeff says uh, – or, or somebody oh. on the text line said that they were uh, upset that you didn't include your jersey number on the autograph. I can't find it now, but <laughs> – My jersey number? What was your jersey number? 70. 42. I was so close. Yeah. It was almost a nice number. Almost. Yeah. Uh, you know, you were seven zero. But yeah, these light up wall signs are incredible. You've yeah, y'all need to come check Miss, that out. If you've got an old Miss man cave or, you or know, a nice back porch. Yeah, you need you need one of these. So come check them out here at College Corner. And I'm still laughing about the uh the bag straps that I thought were suspenders. I thought they were suspenders too. I was like But you could replace I was your, like, I'll be honest with you, they're a little they're a little kitsch. But I was like, they, they're funny, right? Yeah. They're, but they're not, they're not suspenders. So Yeah, so if you want to replace they're, the strap on your purse. Yeah. With, uh, it's, we got, they've got Ole Miss purse straps over Ole there. Ole Miss. Uh, we got the, got the logo there. Got Rebels. Got, I'm not saying Hotty Toddy is saying. what that one yeah, says. That's, all you, that's yeah. all you balls. And then the little uh, the clear bags that you have to bring into yeah, stadiums. They've got now. the bags, too, in red bag, and blue. All that. So anything you need, come you're, on you're, down. You might be it. asking yourself, how can they be clear or and red and blue? But the, the outline is yeah. red and blue. So close, uh, close enough. I'll never forget. We'll get to the college football fix in a second, but this is my favorite story from college. So yeah. it was an 11 a.m. kickoff. Is it th- your favorite? Hold on. One of my favorites. Your favorite, your favorite story from college should not be able to be aired uh, on the radio. So, point that yes, out. one of my favorites. All right, go ahead. Um, it's 11 a.m. kickoff, and we used to kind of like tailgate, tailgate at our house because the girls always took forever to get ready, and so we would just start drinking at the house, waiting for them to get ready, and then we'd all you know, walk uh, to the tailgate and the stadium and stuff. So it's an 11 a.m. game, and none of us felt like doing anything. We had a 
massive party the night before, and we all felt like crap. So we just woke up, and we're just going to the game. So we had nothing on us. We didn't bring anything with us. We walked straight from the house to the stadium. And my buddy Robert, God bless him, has two kids now, was first in line of our group to get into the stadium. And he walks in, gets patted down. Yeah, as, and, as one does at Vaughn again, Hemingway he, Stadium. He had nothing on him. He, yeah. he didn't have anything on him. But he gets through the gate and turns around and goes, Hey, guys, I'm in. We're good. They didn't get it. I'm in. Just joking. Yeah. He turns around, boom, tackled by a university police oh, officer come on. to the ground, and they searched everything and wouldn't let him in the game. They kicked him out oh, of the it's game. So, so lame. Yeah. So, uh, I used to, Robert, you know, when you, when, you, when, you, when you show up for the Egg Bowl, Cobra Security, a uh, little, little, little rougher than most for you when you're wearing maroon and white. And I would just assume the position of like a prisoner of war, yeah. just straddle my way in there like this, and I would I would be as as like, right, please be gentle, sir. Please, sir, you might owe me dinner after this. Just I just I just let him have it. Oh man, it was the the. I've the, told you the blind guy story, right? Yes, that's that's the best one. The fl- Will have you heard my blind guy no, story? I have I not. Oh, tell it. Oh four egg bowl. We're sitting there in line. Uh, it's a rainy day, and I'm just standing there waiting to get in, and all of a sudden I hear, you know, click, clack, click, clack, click, clack, and I turn around, and there's a blind guy. He's got the cane, his friend's leading him in. And so I'm like, hey, y'all, watch out. There's a blind guy getting through. Let's let him through here. And as he walks by, the uh, the friend looks at me and goes, he's not blind. <laughs> and I said, what? And he's like, he's wearing a poncho. He's like, I got two cowbells and two fists of whiskey <laughs> under that poncho. <laughs> and he just toddled on in with the cane, and they didn't lay a finger on him, and he got in there, and I was like, what a legend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget in my life that guy whispering in my ear, he's not blind. <laughs> the floppy flasks were the way to go, though. Yeah, uh, you, you had yeah. to get the plastic floppy flasks and wear we compression shorts yeah, and, and put them. I, in it's too much work. Just, no, it's not. I mean, just because, get a traveler and do your and then hope for the best. Yeah, but it's a three and a half hour football game. Uh, yeah, and, and and so yeah, you would get the floppy flask and and wear compression shorts so it would hold it in place and put it in a place where they can't touch. And boom, you're yeah. in every game. I got a much better story about sneaking liquor in, but I can't tell that one on the air. I'll tell you. You can't tell that story on the air, but well, you can tell hey, the HVAC story. You asked. I did ask. It is my fault. It is now time for the college football fix. Driven by this, this, in, this will carry over a couple of segments today. Driven by Ford, your local Mississippi Ford dealer. I know it's football season, but you've got time to stop by your local Mississippi Ford dealer and test drive an F-150. Richard Cross's old F-150 got dirty. So he got a new, a new one. Car. He got a new truck. And, yep. you know, there's a reason he keeps getting F-150s. Because God forbid is, he needs new windshield It wipers. is the best truck that money buy two, can buy. He buy two, uh, two vehicles for two that. Two vehicles, yeah. yeah. I, mean, yeah, I just hope it doesn't rain. Backup, I'll another you know? one. Yeah. Uh, but, no, the F-150 has been the best-selling truck in America for almost five decades and for good reason. Stop by your local Mississippi Ford dealer and test drive one today. So, college football playoff picks. The season in earnest, starts tonight. So four teams make the college football playoff for one more time. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Who are those four teams for you? We, we know Richards. We got Richards earlier. 
So let's actually start with his. Since we've we yeah, got yeah. a little bit of time, yeah. let's go through Richard's picks, and yeah. then we will tell you who we Hold think on. and why we he think. He texted me. I didn't really look okay, at it. Yeah, Hold let's pull time. it up, make sure All we right. get it right. All right, here we go. Um, All right, here we go. Uh, he's got uh, Georgia. Well, oh, uh, you know, I think everybody will. Yeah, I think we all three of us. Ohio State. Understandable. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's got Alabama. I Ooh, guess he thinks uh, interesting. Uh, maybe, a one, maybe an undefeated but lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game kind of situation. Yeah, I don't yeah. see it, but I, I and then uh, uh, Central Florida. Wait, wait did did it say UCF or? Yeah, I'm looking at this to make sure it didn't say USC. Did he spell it out? No, no, it says Central Central Florida. He spelled it out, Central Florida. Wow. Okay. Well, when we get him oh, back oh, on Monday, we need to. I need to pull up the schedule because what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is there. My, mine is kind of similar to his. It's got one big difference, but uh, I also have Alabama. I have Alabama not winning oh. the West. I, I'm still hung up on the Central Florida. I know. I know. No, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, can you show? I, I don't believe. I believe you, but I, I don't believe that. It's, it's, it's Central Florida. Florida. I, I don't know. I, I don't know either. He's um, still on the Plumlee train. What's going on? Uh, sh- we, we have another. Oh, yeah. Come recipient. grab a hat. Yeah, yeah. Don't go that way. Go around. Unless you wanted to, you, Unless you want to be on camera. camera. You want. It's up to you. Right, totally you're, good. To you're good right yeah, there. Uh, Those are your options. Thank you, you for coming by. Thank you. All right. All right. That's good. <laughs> we'll tell anybody. We'll keep, we'll keep that on the DL. Yeah, we'll keep it quiet. But UCF, Kent State, Boise State, Villanova, at Kansas State, Baylor at Kansas, at Oklahoma, West Virginia at Cincinnati, Oklahoma I mean, State, Texas. Got to be undefeated to do this, right? He thinks they're winning all of those games. That's crazy. Yeah, my, my fourth team was uh, not that. Was not that. Was not that. Six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five is the text line. Um, it's a shame he's not here to. What? I don't know, man. Richard, is he okay? We'll give you our picks for the college football playoff. More rational ones, I hope, when we come back. Mississippi continues. My mind was not working when I was trying to answer a question, and that uh, what you really can't do too. I, I, I had I shorted out. I don't yeah. know. I'm Michael Borky's right hand, and we are back. It's Senator McConnell over here. Uh, apparently, just froze so. up on us. <laughs> I mean, gee, what was what's that? your I mean, excuse? I'm just, like, I'm just, you're not, just like, you're looking not in this direction and just like uh, 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 saying nothing. I talk literally for a living, and I cannot talk Goodness to people. Gracious. It's uh, uh, a strength of mine, I guess. Somebody said Richard inspired me, by the way. Go ahead and put me down for UMass as the four seed of the college football. <laughs> they already want to know. They got a big game this weekend with Auburn. They'll jump into the top 25 if they beat Auburn. Was Richard p- picking UCF to win tonight? Surely not the college football playoff. All right. All right. He's going to be mad at us. 
That's not. Oh, you're not going to let it go? Come on. Uh, no, that's, that's uh, not We're just pick. kidding. We it's, don't have Richard's pick. We don't have his pick. He's not here, but no. it's. Uh, <laughs> We've spent a break thinking about what was the most ob- not obvious team. Like, Because if, if we had said four, if he'd been like, his picks are Jackson State, you know, it'd just been yeah, like, right. like, no, okay, nobody gets it. But we were like, let's give three normal ones. And then, like, what's the most reasonable but unreasonable choice? And I said, Central Florida. He said he just loves Plumley, you know. Yeah, just a big fan. Yeah, and thinks that he's I don't know if you know this about Plumley or not. Plays the piano. He does. Yeah, and actually, uh, all right. So this guy, we just we we, we sold. We're, it. we're calling this a sale that, on us. Put that on my tab of things that I sold. <laughs> you get Scott, you make sure I get that. Uh, but he didn't get the powder blue one. He got the uh, the red one. No, so. to, to credit John Rice Plumley, his uh, his jersey sales this year. Um, the proceeds are going to yeah, a, a charity. Hospital. That's great. I, I, I give John Rice a lot of grief. And it's I give, the, but it's not him that I gets give the, the grief. Madison it's Housewives the a lot of grief. That, but that grief, I, I, I yeah. guess that is a really cool, cool deal. A very cool course, thing. Uh, sometimes on, NIL sure is I get my good. Money here. And, Scott, Scott, that that goes on mine. That that's one of mine. <laughs> Put me down for that. Uh, we got somebody said, dang, you guys got me. Now my inspiration is gone. Yeah, don't don't bet on. <laughs> don't ever listen to us. Don't, don't pick you. I mean, listen to, to us, but don't actually. We what we want is you can be listening, but don't believe. Don't do what we say. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, do as we don't do as we do either. Just consume. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. Laugh. Yeah, be entertained. Laugh at it, yeah, or something like that. All right, All right, four teams making the college football playoff. We're both going to say Georgia. to Brian Haydad. Georgia. Is in. Uh, George is on mine as well. Uh, and my, my, where are they all? I'll just go ahead and spoiler you that they're my national championship pick. And I went on the limb of Carson Beck being my Heisman Trophy winner. Freshman quarterback from Georgia. Why not? It's time for him to, to, to show off. Uh, Ohio State will get in. I think I think they will get in. But I also have Michigan getting in. Wow. I, got, I think it's going to so, be the same thing as last year. Okay. But I think this year Ohio State beats Michigan. But that's Michigan's only loss. And then they'll get in. So here's my situation in the SEC West. Here's the situation: uh, is I have LSU going 11 and one in the regular season, and beat losing to Florida State and then winning out. Hmm. I have Alabama going 11 and one in the regular season, but losing, losing to, to LSU. LSU. But then I would have LSU lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game. Two loss LSU doesn't get in. I don't know if one loss Alabama is getting in, not being the West champion. Although it would be, it would be really. Really funny in this year where the SEC and the Big Ten have thumbed their noses at everybody and said it's us and the rest of y'all are kind of irrelevant to have a two SEC, two Big Ten playoff. That would be really funny. Uh, but I will not go that route. I will say Alabama gets left out. And oh, do I want to go with Texas? People love this Texas team. They're, they're, they're going to be good. Don't want to go with USC, but I just feel like defensively they're going to they're going to mess up at some point. They're going to have losses they shouldn't they shouldn't have. I will bite the bullet for my handsome young son Tyler Horka and say that the Texas Longhorns are my fourth team. Ooh, yeah, you like the Longhorns a lot of. People I don't know. I wouldn't go team. that far. And it, I don't you know, say I like them. I make the jokes. I mean, they have not won their conference since 2009. That, I mean, I, I say that a lot, like, jokingly, but it's not a joke. It's true. They have not won their conference since 2009. This has been a perpetually underachieving Texas program. And how often have we heard, oh, Tom Herman, he's got them rolling now. We had uh, the we're back yeah, that was thing rough. after the Sugar Bowl. That ended up being, in hindsight, 
really rough. We've ever since 2009, we've just heard that oh, Texas is back now for sure, and they're talented now for sure, and this team on paper should not lose a Big 12 game. They they shouldn't on paper. They are truly, actually, really like championship level talented. Mm-hmm. I'm not including them, though. I just okay. I, I'm I'm a skeptic. I, I don't believe in Texas. I don't think they're going to get it done this year as well. But only really because of history, because this team, this roster, mm-hmm. should make the playoff. That's one of the toughest things for anybody to do in college predictions, is to not look at the path. You know what happened last year has it literally has zero to do with what happens this year, right? You know because because if it did, Mississippi State would be a top twenty team. But nobody, yeah. so people are able to make that disconnect. But people like, there are a lot of people who are like that. They're just like, Texas always finds a way to mess it up. And that's true. But at the same time, it has statistically, mathematically, it has no bearing on what's going to happen this year. That's a tough, but, but it's tough. It's tough to get over what your eyes see. You know, your eyes yeah. see Texas screw up every single year. Your eyes see USC blow it every single year. Your eyes see Ohio State not being able to beat Michigan. You got to be able. It's it's tough to be able to say yeah. you know make those predictions. Somebody says write it down. Hey, Dad says Texas is back. Chase says I don't love Texas, but they'll be light years the most talented team in the Big Twelve, and they should be get Bama at the perfect time when they can outscore them. Somebody but they, says they can lose that game and still get to the playoffs. They can. So I don't think they're losing that game. But that's more, oh oh yeah, a little early hot takery. Somebody says, "Come on, hey dude, Texas, really? That's almost as bad as UCF." It is not almost as bad as UCF. It's not. It's not. Texas is a top ten team. Robert says Georgia's playing a Division three schedule. If they don't get in the playoff, they should quit playing football. My four are Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, and Michigan. A, a SEC two, Big two, Ten challenge. That would there. be so funny. It'd be really funny. Yeah, Carson Beck, uh, by the way, not a freshman. What is he, sophomore? I think, I think he's, this is year four or four. What? I thought he was like a redshirt he, freshman. He's, he's been around a little while. Well, uh, I had no Georgia, idea. Well, now of... I feel much better about my prediction. Yeah. My four. So, uh, Georgia as well. Mm-hmm. Obvious reasons. Schedule's a joke. Super talented. Uh, I like Ohio State out it's of the – It's not their fault. It's not their fault. It is not. They tried, well, was, they tried to schedule Oklahoma. They had, and Oklahoma, they had Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and the conference scheduled. told them to stop because they knew this was about to happen. Yeah. Uh, I do like Ohio State out of the Big Ten. Uh, the, the roster and what they have returning, the the wide receiver group is unbelievable. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to win the Heisman. That was my pick for, for Heisman Trophy. Uh, I like Kyle McCord's upside. We haven't seen him yet, but yeah. what is reported about him apparently is very strong. And Ryan Day has been good with quarterbacks. And I, I know what happened in the Michigan game. I know that happened. But I also can't ignore what they did, even though it was a loss, against Georgia. They were down three offensive starters in that game and had a kick to beat Georgia. This is an Ohio State roster that's legit. I think they will go undefeated and run the table. Clemson. Clemson. Clemson is my third. That's got to hurt. I don't like it. That's got to hurt you personally. It does uh, because I can't stand uh, those those people. But anyway, uh, here's why. Those people? They, they get Florida State and Notre Dame at home and North Carolina. So their three most difficult games mm-hmm. are all at Death Valley. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that, and, and Club Nick apparently is taking a step forward, Garrett Riley now the offensive coordinator there at Clemson. I, he, I, I've had the question of has Dabo lost his fastball? I think we're about to learn that he has not. And Clemson is going to uh, go to the college football playoff. I've struggled mightily 
with who my fourth team is going to be, mm-hmm. and I landed on Washington, but I don't love oh. it. And not because I don't love Washington. I don't love the Pac-12 in that I think Washington, Oregon, Utah, and USC can all kind of beat each other, and I'm afraid of cannibalization. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if Washington, a one-loss Washington makes the college football playoff. They're experienced. They've got a veteran quarterback, really well coached. The offense is fun. A ton, a ton returning on that team. I like the way the schedule sets up, and I think the Pac-12 in its final year of existence is going to send somebody to the college football playoff to get beat up by the SEC again, but they're going to send somebody there. So those are my four. Okay. I mean... You Beck for Heisman, right? Was your Heisman choice? Beck, yeah. Beck. Klubnik is a good value bet. Very good value bet. If you can, if you can go to to uh, the timeout at the uh, sports book, timeout sports book at the uh, Golden Moon, and and get Klubnik's odds, that they're worth dropping fifty bucks on. Yeah. Clemson third. What's next? Borky A and M fourth. No. <laughs> hey, in Mississippi fairness, State. Clemson won ten games last year. Okay, they they, they, they didn't go five and seven like Texas A but I, I hear you. I understand. Mike says Clemson plays his in-state rival, North Carolina, this year. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're from you're from Greenville. Yeah, that's someone from Raleigh. Do you know him? Yeah. Uh, a bunch of your texts have come in on this. We'll get to that. Who was your fourth? Did you tell us? It was Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, Washington, Washington. Okay. We'll get to your messages when we come back. Who's making the college football playoff? You tell us in the Pearl River Resort studio. Don't go anywhere. Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi. Mississippi, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad with you. College Corner down Sisk Avenue in Oxford. By the way, if you guys want to pick games alongside us this season, every week, and you can do it right now, you don't have to wait till Friday. you got to do it by Friday. Well, I guess technically Saturday morning. Your deadline is Friday. Polk's Pick 6 is what it's called each week. Just be ahead. Just be ahead. Go to supertalk.fm slash Polks. That's all you got to do. Supertalk.fm slash Polks. And there are six games for you to pick. And you just pick the winner. Alcorn State, Southern Miss, who's going to win that game? Mercer, Ole Miss, who's going to win that game? Selah, Mississippi State, who's going to win that game? Buddy, if that is not a correct answer for everybody, we are in trouble. But you got LSU, Florida State, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Colorado TCU. You pick the winners of that game. And then you also do a point tiebreaker. So if there are multiple people with perfect records, we determine the winner that way. Right. Each week, one of you with the best record and point tiebreaker will win a prize pack from Polks on us. Polks pick six is what it's called, supertalk.fm slash Polks. Check that out and uh, be a part. Pick games along with us. You will likely beat us every single week. That's right. That's why uh, our good friends at Pearl River Resort love us so much. 
because we are often wrong. And also, don't forget, speaking of picks, picky people, pick polks. That's exactly right. We get uh, this food, message here, my friend. Ooh, we do have a food Friday tomorrow. That's right. Tailgate food Friday. Uh, and our friend Mike has walked in the Mike, door. Uh, I knew, you were I knew he wouldn't let point. us down. Oh, glad to see but, you, man. But uh, what do you want us to autograph, Mike? That's the real question. What are we signing for you? His chest, hopefully. I mean, we haven't done that yet today. <laughs> uh, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Washington. A lot of people on our text line think that, like that uh, we're going to double up in the SEC this year. Well, it's very possible because we talked about Alabama a little bit yesterday, right? And how like are they underrated? Are they are they overrated? And you know. They are still four or five star at every position. They are ninety one percent on the blue chip ratio. For for those numbers, that means. And I saw twenty four seven put out their uh, their uh, their annual uh, team composite ratings. So what that is is they look at the, the old recruiting rankings, and they they give you the uh, overall talent of each team, and. Alabama obviously was number one, and like of their eighty-five guys, only ten aren't four or five-star players. So you know wow. we've we've gotten so caught up in the fact that well we don't know who the quarterback is going to be and and this that sounds and like it's Milrow by the way. Well, that's fine, but it doesn't really matter. You know we 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 we've locked in on Georgia and say they're going to be unbeatable despite the fact that you know we don't know really anything about Carson Beck, but we haven't done the same for Alabama. They still have elite talent at every single position on the field. They will be favored in basically every game they play, right? But they might not be favored. Tennessee could be close, but that game's in Tuscaloosa. I think there's a chance they're not favored in Week 2 against Texas. That game's in Tuscaloosa, though. I think they will be favored. And then so with LSU, that game is in Tuscaloosa. So Alabama's going to be favored to go 12-0 again. So, yeah, it's not that big a stretch to say they could go 12-0 lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game, and get in. Not a stretch at all. By the way, the the same texter said that Michael Penix Jr. is his Heisman pick. Here was his season last year. I know a lot of you guys didn't notice what was going on at Washington. You're focused on Southeastern football. But if you're looking for – a lot of my friends have, like, an adopted team. So they'll they'll watch their team, whether it's Ole Miss or State, or I've I've got an LSU fan friend who is obnoxious, but I love him anyway. Your kid. Gosh. Would Uh, never have guessed. But uh, they all kind of adopt like a second team. Here's my pitch to Washington for you. As your second team? As your second team. Just Play somebody exciting to, brand of football. Great brand of football. Returning a quarterback, uh, Michael Penix Jr. completed 65% of his passes last year for 4,600 yards, 31 touchdowns, and 8 interceptions. That is a good pick for a good value pick in a Heisman future with that guy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And like I said, they played an exciting brand of football. Uh, they play in cool uh, weather. You know, got a lot of rain there in the Pacific no- Northwest, but they also have snow. So when you get into late October, early November, the weather starts getting bad. That's fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, the odds of them ever having to play your actual favorite team are low. Uh, you know, so yeah, Washington is a good choice for a second team. This is why I love sports opinion. By the way, yeah. we we get. Washington's going to make the playoffs for me and another texter. Yeah. Michael Penix is going to win the Heisman. And yeah. then this message, Washington is going to go 8-4 and four at best. All right. You know what? I'm, I'm excited to find out who's right. I think it's me, but I always think it's me. 
You don't know anything. I, I really don't. Uh, Neil, top four, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama. That really would be so funny. It really would be. You know, at that point, <sighs> I imagine. At that point, everybody's just mad. They're just like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, you don't have to. Next year, you got 12 teams. Yeah. Next year, six from the Big Ten and six from the SEC. <laughs> God. We keep saying this, but, but enjoy this season – while you can, because everything about what you're used to in college football will change after this year. Everything. The SEC, no more divisions. Mississippi State, not Alabama. Just no more, no Alabama yeah. next year. Yeah. No Auburn for Ole Miss next year on the schedule. That's changing. The, the playoff, I was telling Haydad uh, during the break that it's not me like hyping up a, a situation for broadcasting purposes. I am truly... Very excited about this time next year when we're talking about the the realistic path to the playoff for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Ooh. Because, you know, I would love for it to happen, but Ole Miss and State are not making the playoff this year. No. It's, it's very – I'll be pretty surprised. It, it is not a 0% chance because, you know, things happen in sports. Yeah. But it's an unlikely proposition. If we were to spend time – Talking to you about here's how Ole Miss can make the playoff, we would be an unserious program, to be honest. We kind of are. We kind of are. I mean, again, you're a yeah. story. But uh, but next year, <laughs> that conversation is legitimate. Even our, with the schedule that Ole Miss has with Georgia on it, there is a path to a 12-team yeah. playoff, and I'm truly excited about that being our reality a year like, from now. I like this prediction here. It's got two SEC teams, but they're LSU and Tennessee – Along with Penn State and Texas, that's an exciting playoff, right? That's yes. You know, LSU's been there, but the other three haven't. And you got a great chance at a new national champion, but LSU is an interesting story. The Brian Kelly coming in, and you know, if LSU were to win the national title, then you've got you've got Smart that's won two in a row, and then Brian Kelly gets one. Then the, it really becomes all right. Is it slip? Is Saban slipped? Is it getting by him? You know, does Alabama need to start talking about? contingency plans here. If they don't make the playoff, that will be the conversation. Yeah. 100%. It'll be he has lost it. Like, it'll be confirmation for people that he has lost it. There'll be some confirmation bias happening there. Yeah. And you know what it's going to be? They're going to miss the playoff and win 11 games again, and people are still going to say that he's probably he's lost that edge. Yeah. uh, That's kind of how it is. And uh, Tennessee will lose three. We get a message that says that. I, I kind of lean more in that direction. Well, that's uh, Georgia, Alabama, and then one more. So is it Texas A&M? Yeah, they're, they're at Florida, which I'm not, I'm not nah, saying that they're going to lose that, that game. One. But they're at Florida. They've got to lose to Alabama and Georgia in that scenario, I think, because they're not losing more than Florida, South Carolina, more than one of Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, A&M, Missouri. There's no way. Yeah. At least I don't think so. We know who's starting quarterback at Missouri, by the way. Yeah, uh, we talked Brady about this Cook. the other day. Brady Cook did uh, did in fact win that job. Still no news uh, from Ole Miss about uh, who the quarterback <laughs> is going to be. Who could it be? Who I don't know. What a what a mystery. But I am curious to see how Kiffin handles that and and how long he keeps. I don't want to use the Come, word trade. Well, but, I'm not gonna put that visor on, but I'd like just be like, oh well, yeah. You know, we just made the decision based on who we thought was practicing the best. and But, uh, I mean, uh, you know. Once the game happens, though, you know, there there will be a tangible, okay, here's what they decided to do. But 
because of the opponent, for, for lack of a better phrase, you, you can you kind of screw around with Mercer. Yeah. You, you don't have to play your guy for the entire first half without manipulating things right. because you're not afraid of losing to them. So I had somebody asked me yesterday, like, could you see them alternating series? And I said, no, I don't think so. But I, I absolutely wouldn't be surprised if – Spencer Sanders ran out there in the third series. He, he, I bet he gets a series. Early. Fourth, Mike. Mike, Mike thinks fourth. fourth, yeah. He's, he's going to get a series early in the game. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Oh, four quarterbacks play? Simmons is going to play? Oh, that would be interesting. That, see, then you would actually get to see something that would be interesting late in that ball game is the, uh, the guy that was a sophomore gives in each a quarter. That'd be but something. That, that's... FCS games, I think, are important because the FCS pro- – Mercer needs this game. Selah needs this game. Yeah, they get money. But it shows you what kind of a joke the games are when that's when Mike says four quarterbacks are going to play and our reaction is, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, that could happen. <sighs> oh, well. It is football, and it we is. love We do love football. football. And we love the college corner. You got uh, another 12 minutes to come by and see us. We got one visor left. One visor left. If uh, if you guys want it, it's been a really good day. And we'll wrap that up with the owner, Scott Wern, when we come back. But come see us. You got 12 minutes to come see us. College Corner, Sisk Avenue, right here in Oxford. We'll be right back to wrap up the show with you next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. You know, we have fun on this show often. Every day. Every day. This has been one of the more fun days that I can remember having on this show in quite some time. It's no coincidence that Richard's not here. I didn't say it, but somebody said it. We're at College Corner in Oxford. I'm Borky. He said that one more time with you before uh, college football really begins tonight. Florida, Utah, Nebraska, Minnesota highlighting the night of college football. We're at College Corner. The owner of College Corner joins us once again, Scott Wern. And uh, to, to wrap things up today, I, I do want to. I was struck by something that the mayor said recently uh, in a in a video media opportunity where she said that the town. No, like you, you can look in the tax revenue, and it tells you how good the teams were. And so, I assume in your nine years, almost decade of business, you have felt the same thing. Oh, I mean, watching the games. I mean, that that's you can tell how how good we're going to do. I mean, it's I, I can tell you almost to a T. Now the games kind of have to fall. Um, kind of, if you have a big win, it's nice to follow it up with a home game. Yeah, it, I don't like it when it goes on the road. You just don't have that much. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, you can. I could probably line my years up and cut off the dates, and I could tell you what their records were. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, I mean, it just I guess you want to look good, win, you know, feel good, look good. I yeah. guess the old saying goes. So when, when how how quick is the turnaround for you on that? When you, if State or Ole Miss gets a big win, you know, are you getting phone calls the next day saying, hey? I, it can yeah, it be, is. yeah. It, like I say, some of that depends on you know what, what what's happening next week. Is there a big is there a big home game next week? Because uh, that really p- 
plays a big factor. If like you know LSU or Alabama or whoever's coming to to Oxford or Starkville, it's like, yep, we want to go. Even if they're already planning on going, I mean, a, a team that's six and zero versus three and three, you you there's a different crowd. There just always has been, and I guess always always will be. And you know, kind of following, get back to the national championships. I mean, with each with each you know series win and and uh, college world series win, it it got more and more and and uh, so yeah, winning is uh, we're a big fan of of both teams on Saturdays. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. So uh, before we continue, website college corner scored college corner store. You let me handle that. Store. I do it not every day. Score. Dot com. Yeah. And two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet or Flowood by the Half Shell. But again, if you're on the coast, if you're up in Corinth, if you are in the Delta and you you can't yeah. get to one of the three locations, College Corner Store. Dot com. There you go. So what's next? Well, we're we're looking forward yeah, to this, this first weekend. What's, uh, you know? what's next? Uh, yeah. Oh, as far as the, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, we we'll just have to take it one day at a time. We're we're looking forward to this this weekend with all three of our stores. Actually, just to kind of let everybody know, uh, Oxford and Ridgeland will be open at eight a.m. Saturday. And the Flowood store will be open at nine, so kind of sort of some early afternoon games, and and so for folks coming in town to Oxford or leaving uh, the Jackson area yeah. uh, early, you can swing by, get your stuff, and and head up this way. So. What what is the strangest item that has been requested from you? Probably school. Somebody asked. Somebody was like totally offended that I didn't have Brown University. <laughs> oh, like I mean, I got like a like. Just the, I didn't expect that. Yeah, I mean, it was. She walked in and she said, "Like, she expected it on the walls." And she said, "Do you have Brown University?" I'm like, "No." She's like, "Oh, you kidding me?" You should have been like, maybe if you'd gone to Dartmouth, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, gone to Cornell, a real school. That's probably the most unusual is just just the team Brown um, University. But you do get University. some 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 dirty looks sometimes for for some teams and stuff. But yeah. uh, that's probably the most. And that's unusual. one thing in the Jackson stores. It's state and Ole Miss, but you have, to have USM, you have your LSU, you have your <laughs> Alabama stuff there too. So well, and we've kind of gotten to where we've we've just kind of focused on the Mississippi schools, really. That's very uh, smart. Yeah, I mean, it just Good. those sell so well, and it's just sometimes hard to take up a, a rack or a you know hat wall with with yeah. some other schools. We state and Ole Miss have, have always been. Our two bell cows, and we'll we'll continue to be. And, and Southern Miss is is good, especially during baseball season. We do the the baseball games out at Trustmark Park, and and so we uh, we have a big turnout and um, a, a good group that follows us out there. But uh, um, you know, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been good. Yeah, it's a great place. I mean, we're not kidding when we say there there's nothing that I can't think of that I would want branded that isn't in this store. I actually just had a. Somebody wanted some suspenders. And I, I saw that. I don't have. So, we thought those were suspenders well, earlier. We may have. We may, we may have done that. <laughs> we said, oh, that's we, what, okay. we talked those about. Well, he asked. He said suspenders. Well, kind of and then he asked for bow. How are we in Oxford? You don't have bow ties. I, I, that's, that's that's a that's, missed that, opportunity. That's my, yeah. That's my bad. <laughs> All right. I, I failed that. That I will get both of those requests. Well, we blew the suspenders because we we've kept we kept saying said that those, those were looked like suspenders. You know, I probably could have. He, we probably could have sold him two pair and clipped to the. You, exactly. know, well, you figure it out. It. Yeah, he'd yeah. have walked in walking around the Grove so proud. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And start a new trend. Nobody knew he had a bag clip, but yeah. it's fine. Right. It's fine. Right. Well, we've had a blast. Thank you so much for having. Yeah, us. I'm this glad y'all came. Incredible. Thank you. Sisk Avenue in Oxford, on top of the two locations Be here in Saturday, the Jackson area. Be here Saturday. Hopefully, good crowd. The weather's going to be good. But every time you want 
Ole Miss, Mississippi State gear, collegecornerstore.com, or one of their three locations in the state. For ask, Richard, who's off. Ask for the Richard Cross discount. It's 15% more on your bill. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Hey Dad, and I'm Borky from College Corner in Oxford. We'll see you tomorrow at 3. Y'all enjoy your football tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services A Super Talk Mississippi media production.